0: Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles and the boom shakalakas, baby. As we roll the Christmas, man, we're going Can Crushing Tuesday up in this piece. Man, that's a throwback. We used to do those all the time. They were good. Darn, Shannon. Remember how much we used to crush? And, I mean, we crushed a lot of cans on the Can Crushing uh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was good times, man. It was good times. By the way, I'm glad that you survived your, uh, your daughter's sleepover.
1: Yeah, dude. That that's that that's uh, that's crazy. Had like five or six kids, little girls in the house Friday night. Got a knock on the door. Roy Moore tried to come over, and I'm like, "No, get the hell out of here, man!" Get off my (laughs) lawn! Wow, Shannon with a Roy Moore blast. Holy moly! Low hanging fruit, bro.
0: Savage. Savage, that's pretty fantastic. Well done, sir. Well, look, man, we got, a lot of, we got a lot of NFL action to get to, a lot of good stuff, man. Uh, obviously, we're going to raise a glass to Christmas. Uh, it's so excited, man. Uh, ready to see the smiles on my kids' faces and, uh, you know, old Jolly St. Nick, man. Maybe, uh, maybe Logan might even see, you know, Mommy kissing Santa Claus. You never know. It may. It may happen. But first and foremost, let's do this right, bro. Shannon, what's up, brother? Oh,
1: goodness, man. <laughs> Survived the weekend, and uh, I'm ready to drink and uh, enjoy this podcast, my friend.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good call, man. That's a good call. So good to see this fine evening, and we'll talk a little bit about the Colts. I think Andrew Luck is almost back stateside. Almost. Almost. Maybe for Christmas, he needs a new shoulder. What do you think? Something, man. He needs to talk to Eric Rodgers' doctor or something. I don't know. Mm, well, I mean, Rodgers is back on IR. Although they're doing that to preserve him. It's the right decision. Packers are out of the playoffs. It, it's it's it the right happens. decision. Yes. It's the right yes. decision. So I, I get it. It makes sense. You know, you just don't – you know, you don't want to over – they're not going anywhere. season's <laughs> done, right? And they so, need to
1: put Devontae Adams on IR, too, man. Probably.
0: Probably. Yeah. We don't want to mess around with those concussions. I mean, a bad concussion. And that's his second big blow-up concussion this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. got him
1: earlier this year. And yeah. That was just brutal.
0: Yeah. Let's see. I was going to crank out some Arnold, but I think it's too early for that. <laughs> I think it's too early for that. It's
1: never too early for some Arnold. No?
0: All right. Oh. Well, then here you go. Tell me what.
2: What? <laughs> I know what he's saying Arnold for. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: like like Whitfield, the morning of all those waiver claims. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. <laughs> I want to have them answered immediately. All I don't know as everybody else in that league said, oh, look, free to quarterbacks.
2: Well, I've got news for you. You are mine now. Yeah, You belong to me.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> don't worry. We'll, we'll get to the all-time best fantasy cock block that I think has ever happened. <laughs> it was pretty glorious, man. It was pretty glorious. Yup. Oh goodness! You know what I don't we have? Think it
1: was glorious. Uh,
0: who? Jerry Jones. Jerry. Oh yes.
1: Uh, I want me some. Get, Get off my lawn.
0: Yes, <laughs> Jerry Jones. Think it was glorious for whatever reason. Skype kept dropping out the Jerry Jones part. i like, you just kept saying glorious. I'm like, uh, okay, yes, it was. That's all right though. That's all right, man. And look, uh, you know, uh, Mark's been off. Uh, he's been de-stat Van Winkle a couple times recently, but he is here tonight celebrating. I think he probably got wore out giving Eli that standing ovation, man. Seeing him rolling back on the field. At, uh, all kidding aside, man, it was—he should have been back out there. I'm glad. I'm glad no. they did that. Season's Absolutely. trash anyway. He should have been out there, and uh, they did give the Eagles a a pretty competitive game. I know it's post Carson Wentz, but still, division. They shut up and they uh, they balled pretty well all the way down to the wire, man. Sailing that ball over, what was it, Ingram right at the end? But mm-hmm. you no, know, it was pretty good. Anyway, you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, three brew and fun.
3: Woo!
4: Woo! Woo!
0: Mark, Mark, I, I was going to say this for later, but it was so random, and I saw this, and I immediately was like, "Who came up with this?" And it was uh, a, <laughs> it's called the No Pants Metro Ride in DC. <laughs> it's on, it's on January seventh. Is this actually, do you know, is this actually a thing? And of course it's at Hancock Park. Of course it would be. But okay, the, nothing,
3: the, nothing surprising <laughs> me here. I, I, I can't say I'm familiar with
0: it. But, uh, right. 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 Look, it says it's their 10th year. Their 10th year riding the DC Metro without pants. I nice. love, Act as if it's any other day. You're traveling to and from work. You're headed to meet some friends. You're en route to some appointment. You're carting off your old Christmas tree. You're a tourist, not quite sure how to navigate the metro. You just happen to be without pants. Seri- I mean, how is that actually a thing? That's pretty outstanding. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how I The old it.
1: no pants happy dance.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, if, you, if you want to be part of the no pants metro ride, DC 2018, Hancock Park. So, <laughs> January 7th, 3 to 5 p.m. <laughs> Mark, we'll see you there.
5: (laughs)
3: I'll send I'll send you a report. Okay.
5: Uh, Report, yes. Pictures, no. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
4: and and you (laughs) agree
0: more. Yeah, we we don't need pop-up books either, man. It's totally cool. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I hope somebody is wearing some big baller brand underwear.
4: <laughs> for the <new> pants ride,
0: <laughs> right? That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. It's so random. Wow. Who the hell comes up with that kind of nonsense? Anyway, just kind of goofy. Just kind of goofy. Anyway, oh Randy, I tell you what, man. I know it's early, small sample size, but I'm a fan of old Jimmy G there in San Francisco, buddy.
5: Yeah, I'm a sure. fan. Very- it's very impressive what he's been able to do, how he's actually making the players around him better. I, I, I like that early sign in and of itself.
0: That's a plus, plus. and it, it really looks like a, a good head coach-quarterback pairing, and that makes a big difference. I mean, my God, you know, Atlanta is—it just doesn't seem quite right, and we can make all the Super Bowl jokes and all that kind of stuff, but think of how different Matt Ryan seems to be and that offense seems to be this year without Shanahan. Right, I mean, it, it, A lot of the same guys, man. And that team is just nowhere near what they were. Maybe it's the Super Bowl hangover. There's got to be – I mean, there, there's multiple reasons, I'm sure. But one of the big reasons has to be Shanahan being in San Francisco. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. Anyway, I really like the pairing of those two. Um, and that last drive when they were down to Tennessee and they just hoofed it down the field, he made some real money throws, man. I, I think if you're a 49ers fan, you have to be – you have to be pretty stoked about the potential future. Again, small sample size. Everybody gets that. But he looks like a leader of the team, and he, at least in this little slice, has elevated the play of those around. There's some unknown people, dude, that all of a sudden are viable. They appear to be viable NFL players. That's a good sign. It's a good sign. I know it's a lost, you know, lost year, trash year. That's fine. Those things happen. But I think you, you got to feel pretty good. So uh, any particular uh, – not a game we're going to talk a lot about, but uh, any particular impressions as far as Tennessee and, and San Fran that you want to kind of walk off with other than just Jimmy G or maybe it is just Jimmy G?
5: I mean, it could be Jimmy G. It could be Robbie G because, I mean, he's been pretty clutch too. these I mean, averaging oh. like five field goals a week. Yeah, goals has been Gold's The been past beat. few weeks.
4: yeah,
0: He's been booting so. Well, it it was nice to see him get to stick Chicago the other week. That was pretty funny. Uh, I laughed. Here's a fun factoid for you. Um, Garoppolo became the first 49ers quarterback since the merger in 1970 to win each of his first three starts and just the second quarterback to do so in franchise history. Do you know the only other one? Old school.
5: Old school. Old school.
0: Steve Young? That's not old school enough. Y.A. Tittle. Y.A. Tittle, buddy. Spanning wow. the 1951-52 season. Anytime you bring up a Y.A. Tittle uh, stat reference, you know, you know what I mean. It's been a while, dude. <laughs> it's been a minute. But, uh, but yeah, w- go ahead. I
5: will say, you know, Niners fans are happy, but obviously, Lindy, being a Patriots fan, is not knowing that Jimmy G is no longer a Patriot.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of that's contingent on how long Brady plays and when he falls off, uh, falls off the cliff. It, it's common. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Very true. Um, you know, I mean, obviously the other week against Miami, we were like, "What in the hell happened to y'all?" Uh, but then they showed up pretty strong against Pittsburgh. So I Little don't know. Bronc. Yeah, you know, welcome back, Gronk. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. It was all up on that piece. But you know, they got at least they got something for him. You know what I mean? At least they got something for him, and they sent him out of out of conference. So I don't <laughs> know how if he stays in San Fran. I don't know how frequently they'd have to play the Forty ers So I'm guessing not all that often. So. Uh,
1: not for i think 3 or 4 years yeah. cuz i think they played them this year and yeah i mean so, not so, last year, maybe
0: yeah so, so you know but a uh, good move so i'm i'm happy for them you know again we've talked about it there's, there's a couple of franchises that just the nfl is better when they do better i'm not saying they got to win the super bowl but you know uh, the 49ers are a team we can we can hate on their ownership all you want uh, but they're a legacy franchise and the league is better when they are better and competitive so it's a good landing spot, a lot of history. So curious what next year looks like when teams have the offseason to prep for them and that offense, but a nice, certainly a nice start. So that, that I think you can take as a win. But did, we old Whit- did we still have old Whitfield around, or is he uh, bounced out of here yet?
1: <laughs> nah, Whitfield's still here. Mark bounced for a second.
0: Oh, that's, that, that's all good. Whitfield.
1: <laughs>
0: What's up, bro? Got your Packers song ready, man. Oh, never mind. So, come <laughs> on. Is that all you got to say?
4: That's it. No. Derp. Derp.
0: <laughs> You're just stroking your beard. I'm still mad at you. You're still mad at me. Well. Yeah. Next time, keep a. <laughs> next time, keep a backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <coughs> yeah. The real big news, obviously, and uh, you know, p- people that have listened to the podcast for a while know that my fandom is, is with the Redskins and the Packers, but I just love the NFL in general, so I, I try not to get too bogged down in that. But uh, I think a lot of us were pretty hopeful um, that uh, the return of Aaron Rodgers would spark a little run. We knew they'd have to have a tough slate, Panthers and Minnesota. And they didn't they didn't get past they didn't get past Carolina. So that was a tough one. But uh just out of curiosity, man, how much of that do you think was ultimately the fran like was that a top down decision? Was that a franchise decision just to protect him?
2: Oh god yes. Yeah. There's no reason to play him after Atlanta winning uh last night. Yeah. They Atlanta had to lose three straight for Green Bay to make the playoffs, yeah. Seattle had to lose one, Dallas had to lose one. That could have happened, and I think there was field goal, Tampa not the base kicker missed that could have taken it in overtime. Yeah. Because I highly think Atlanta would have been able to beat it uh, Carolina the way they're playing right but now. Orton.
0: Carolina's playing really good football right now. And right. It, don't forget they beat Minnesota in week four. You know, they beat Minnesota, then they beat the Packers. Yeah. So. so and
2: I, I think if uh, Ken Bay would have somehow won that last night, they Brett would have I mean, maybe. Aaron would have played.
0: Yeah, that might have been a thing. If there was like a slim hope, maybe, maybe you stayed in there. But. You know, I didn't get to see the game. It wasn't on in market here, so just had to watch some highlights of it. Well, I but it. Yeah. Uh, I know you went up went up to the bar and watched it. But you know, he was off on a couple of throws. I don't know how much of that was just a little bit of rust, or rust. maybe you know, maybe it his arm rust. strength wasn't quite the same. Not oh, sure. No, no, no.
2: His arm strength.
0: Was well, he, well, he was off on some throws. You know, <laughs> but he, they were
2: so it was so the window was. Yeah, no, it I I, small.
0: I hear you. And, and Carolina, I don't know that I'd say they have a great defense, but they have a good defense, and sometimes they play great. You know, they have yeah. their moments. So, you know, and that's obviously going to be a formula that if Carolina's going to make a run, um, the way their offense has been playing the run game, you know, obviously Cam picking up a lot of yardage, whether it's, you know, through the air on the ground, you know, and the defense playing well, they're a threat in the NFC, particularly now that Wentz is, you know, out. I mean, Foles is a good backup, and, uh, you know, he's had success in Philadelphia. But I think most of us really look at Philly as the team to beat in the NFC. And, and I don't know that they're still that. I'm not even, um, yeah, I'm not even confident yeah. in
2: saying that anymore.
0: Yeah, it's tough because Minnesota's got a lot of mojo going on. Um, they certainly look Carolina, good. Carolina. You know, and the Car- Rams. And, the Rams. And, yeah, and the Rams <laughs> the absolutely Saints. beating the Brakes. Uh, I mean, my God, the, the Rams did to Seattle what Seattle has done to other teams for years in their own house. That's mm-hmm. the part that's so amazing about – You know, had the Rams beaten the crap out of the Seahawks in, you know, at their stadium (laughs) with however many fans showed up, that's one thing. But to go into Seattle and completely whoop Seattle the way they did, that's a hell of a statement game. Uh, Mark, by the way, Super Bowl odds for the Rams at the beginning of the year were like 100 to 1. I don't know what they are now, but uh, they're not that good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or or not that bad, I suppose, if you want to, you know, it's not as advantageous to put the money on that one. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, three touchdowns, three picks. They had a chance to force a, overtime. Of course, Geronimo Allison was stripped of the ball to Carolina, 28-yard line, under two minutes to go, and that really ended up sealing the win for the Panthers. I know Matt's shaking his head. I, I don't. We can take a vote real quick. I think that was a catch, a strip, and a fumble. I know you yeah. don't. But is, is anybody else, you know, anybody else side with Matt on that one? Because they might not think that was a fumble.
1: Nah, that. It was so close. I mean, yeah, it was, so, ruled, so, it, it was bang, ruled a fumble. And it was hard. Yeah. And it was ruled a fumble on the field, and it was hard to overturn that call. Yeah. basically the thing. If they would ruled it incomplete, it would have been hard to overrule it. So whatever they called on the field. was going to stand. It, been, it was probably going to stand regardless. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know that was a bang-bang play. I mean, I get that. But it felt like he got it, took a couple steps, and the dude punched it out of there. Look, we have seen plays like that be called incomplete we have that happened to us i think it was uh the seahawks was it the uh, cardinals where that dude took like it felt like he took five steps but he was going down to the ground or something uh so we've seen that go the other way it just felt like in the moment because they called it that way that wasn't going to change you know i would have been happy if they had done that but i don't know that it was justified so it's tough yeah, I mean clearly, if you've got a reasonable defense to that, Whitfield, by all means, launch it.
1: Nothing. You're muted, Matt. No.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, the, the fact that what what I saw was pull in, turn, step, didn't even have complete control. And then you mean, he light. didn't have
0: complete control. He had both his hands. It was tucked in. It was.
2: he was. It wasn't completely tucked in. He, mm. he was still turning. It wasn't rock completely in. But you, you know, that's the way the season has been going. I mean it sucks when you have to use a freaking uh index card to give a first down. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, the index car was great, man. The index car was I mean, great in, the, funny. in that Dallas game. But and
2: I mean, but and I, I have my, uh, uh questions about that bird touchdown.
0: Which third touchdown?
2: The no, the bird. Bird player bird. That touchdown, which was like so close, I mean, over the back line. Well, I mean it, I, it. I don't remember that particular
0: place, so I can't go really I can't go really look. make
2: get a chance go look at yeah, it. Yeah, I can't really make mean, a, a big comment that on that.
0: What I do know is, you know, third quarter, you know, Panthers are up seventeen fourteen, Rodgers under those Randall Cobb, uh Connell Jones bags the pick and starts running it back. That's when Thomas Davis absolutely leveled Devontae oh. Adams. And uh, Davis wasn't wasn't kicked out of the game, right? So, no. uh, you know, which I think arguably in those kind of moments I I think we're almost to the point that you could justify ejecting a player for that. And I'm not saying his intent was to do that. Um I think he did, you know, uh he <laughs> I'm not going to say remorse isn't the right word, but he clearly seemed to be affected by that and he it, w- contrite. Maybe maybe we'll go with that um about that. Um but it's too bad that you know a- Adams is taking another hit like that. That certainly hurt the Packers going forward in the game. Because maybe if Adams is in, that whole Geronimo Adelson play doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So th- that's a tough one. You know, Packers get the ball back. They're down 24-14. Rodgers is throwing on the run. And this was an under-throw to Jordy Nelson. Panthers get to pick again. Uh, they do close in the fourth quarter. They're down 31-16. Uh, the old Rodgers-Rodgers deal for a 24-yard touchdown is 31-24. And they did make it pretty exciting at the end, to be fair, with the one-side kick. I'm still surprised that uh, – Christian, what can I think of the dude's name? McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey uh, didn't wasn't able to bring that ball in. <laughs> it
1: was it was an odd bounce. Yeah, it was like an odd roll. Like it looked like it was going to go one way, and then just kind of skirted up. Yeah. So it, it was a tough bounce. Uh, Lt said it on the show. He's like, that's that's a tough bounce, tougher bounce than what people think. I know, but I mean, he's a hands guy. You know what but I mean, dude? I, I hear you, but dude, Green Bay man, just. Whether it's a hail mary or getting a non sack, it just seems like they always are clutch in those moments. Yeah, yeah. Well, you well, know
0: they you know, they're a threat. I and mean, with with Rogers under center, that team has a certain degree of belief. And I know they he talked about, yeah. oh, he's not a savior for the season. But let's be <clears> real, <throat> you know, he was. If, if you got Hundley <laughs> under center and then you get Rodgers back, what? Well, I mean, what's your mindset? Your mindset is we're going to go out and we're going to win this freaking game. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what your mindset is. So, you know, they're a threat and they've made cr- ridiculous plays before and he's quite capable, but it, it, wasn't, it, just, it wasn't quite there. Maybe we can complain about some officiating. Maybe we can complain about, you know, uh, the Geronimo-Allison deal. I, I mean, I mean it, it's bang, bang a bang-bang play, but, you know, look, man, Cam, by the way, uh, 242 yards to the air, four touchdowns. Uh, it was his sixth career game with four touchdown passes, so, you know, the defense didn't really do a great job as far as I'm concerned, and, you know, they turned the ball over too much. You know, three oh. pi- three picks and a fumble. I mean, pff, that's, a, that's a really hard way to win, man. Oh, I agree. That's a really, really, really hard way to win. So, you they, know. They
2: don't fire capers this year. But, I mean, they're bottom five in the league in almost every statistical category. He yeah, needs
0: to go. It, it's, <clears throat> there, there's some struggles there. But, you know, I think maybe that's the kind of thing when their offense is clicking, that defense steps it up a notch and they're, they're not great at tight games or playing from behind. You know, I I don't know. But. Uh, I will say one of one of my favorite little things that came out of that was Clay Matthews over there, uh, it, the Panthers are on offense, Clay Matthews is out there, obviously Packers uh, uh, linebacker, and they have a little banner at the line, hopefully the audio comes through in this, I thought this was great.
6: It's that real
0: It's that wheel round. Oh, you've been watching film, man, watch this. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was funny. And then he Cam Newton hit uh Christian McCaffrey for a, for a pretty easy touchdown. The best on that part is,
1: is it's two like all pro yeah. professional players, man. It's not like two scrubs, man. You got no. Clay Matthews and Cam. That was fun. Yeah, and that was, that was pretty round.
0: good. i I'm, I'm I'm glad they uh I'm glad they got that one in, man. That was kind of a hoot. So well, uh, you know, I, I think really the takeaway from this is, is really more about, I mean, you know, at Green Bay was skating on thin ice anyway, but I, I really think it, it's setting Carolina up. And, you know, it's funny, a few weeks ago we were talking about teams we, did, we trusted and didn't really trust, and we were all like, all right, we kind of trust Seattle. Well, pff, you saw what happened the last two weeks. Uh, by the way, Seahawks, wait a wait. Look, I understand things got ugly at the end of that Jacksonville game. I get oh. that. Look, the fans were wrong for throwing the beer, all right? And as far as I'm concerned, if you're in a, if you're in the stand chucking beers at people's heads, if somebody climbs in the stand and punches you in the face, you, your ass deserves it. All right, that's big fat fell buckets no no to me. Right? Hold on, hold at on. At the so same token, it,
1: hold on. Wouldn't Bennett going after someone's knee that started that whole yeah, debacle? That's though? what I'm saying.
0: Like the same token is Michael Bennett going full butt hurt alert because the Seahawks got the you know we're taking that L when they were when they were in the victory formation and Bennett's diving at the uh, I think it was the center. Diving at that dude's legs, during are in victory victory formation, and you get football fisticuffs. When you're rocking Greg Schiano, his strategy that everybody hated from a few years ago, if if that's your mentality, bro, you're doing it wrong, right? Isn't that
1: hilarious? We just talked about that a couple podcasts ago. Yeah,
0: again. yeah, yeah. And then lo and behold, they do that crap. And you know, it's yeah, you one of those can't things. No, man. Nah, man. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not a Seahawks fan. I don't hate them like some other people hate them. But let me tell you, one of the things, if you want people to really root against you and hate you, is, is you do crap like that. I know that they're yeah. salty. I know they talk, they've talked some trash about the Jaguars. Well, you know what? The Jaguars are good this year, man. They got a good defense.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they got a good defense, and they, <clears throat> they showed up to play. And I know a lot of people think Bortles has been trash. He's making a nice push the past couple He's of weeks. He's man. But the Seahawks, man, look, dude, that's a lot of salt, man. That's a lot of salt. Right, that's, that's some really salty-ish, as they say. Y'all are a better organization than that. Don't lose that way. Don't lose that way. But that's good. all that does is fuel people hating you. Uh, maybe that motivates them, I don't know. But I thought Michael Bennett was better than that. Anyway, you, got, you do end up with the fans starting to throw stuff. Uh, it was Quentin Jefferson that got popped in the head with a flying beer. And he had to be restrained from going into the fans. But look, man, that was the first time this season, the fourth time in 105 career games, that Russell Wilson threw three picks. So, you know, Jack Dang. showed up, man, and I think you have to give credit to Jacksonville, particularly, <laughs> not only did they beat the Seahawks in week 14, they then they then went and completely obliterated, not that the Texans are a form, you know, formidable opponent, but they completely destroyed, I mean, completely decimated Houston, dude.
1: They they debacled them.
0: Yeah, that was a big fat bag of debacles right there. Um <laughs>
1: You know, but that's I, I, what playoffs teams do, man. You, you just dismantle. If you're better than this team and it, it's December football, you better dismantle that team. You should be. You yeah. should be.
0: And that's what you should be seeing at this part of the year are the, are the teams that are really making the push for the playoffs. And There's always a, you know, a team or two that gets hot late in the year, and sometimes <laughs> they haven't necessarily looked like a really good team or a really good playoff team, but it comes together and it gels at the right time. That happens, too. D-Stap being a Giants fan, he totally understands that because they, they did that a couple of times, you know, where they, they got hot and then ran the table, you know. Hell, the Packers did it a couple years ago. Weren't they a sixth seed when they won a the Super Bowl,
4: Matt?
0: I don't know where he is, but uh, maybe somebody else remembers. But I could swear they were like – they I mean, they were wild card team and they won the damn Super Bowl. So yeah, they were thanks. a sixth seed. Yeah. They were. But – when the, when the Jaguars just taking the Texans to the woodshed. Yeah, you know, here, here's something for Blake for Bortles, and don't forget that at the beginning of the year, Doug Marone said the ideal number of passes for Bortles to throw in a game was none. <laughs> don't forget that, okay? Don't forget that. So in Bortles' last three starts, 900 yards, seven touchdowns, no picks. That's good. Look, if you're getting the kind of defensive production that Jacksonville has. They're first in points per game, first in pass yards per game, first in sacks fifty in sa- although mm. didn't they get ten against Indy or something crazy? Yes, uh, they've gotten like ten sacks either two or three times this year. That's ridiculous. And they're second in takeaways, dude. That's a legit. That's, that's a yeah. legit defense, and I think they're pretty healthy this year. Yes, you know, a cu- past couple of years I think they've just been obliterated by injuries. But if your defense is playing like that. And they didn't even just have, obliterated. Yeah, and they didn't even have freaking Leonard Fournette in that game. You know, I mean, they had a quad injury or whatever, so they just rested that guy. Uh, might as well save him for the playoffs, man. Give him some time off, right? But, look, here's a fun factoid for you. The Jaguars had a 31-point halftime lead. Do you know that is their first 30? Not that it's going to happen, but so frequently for anybody, really. <laughs> but that's the first time in the history of their franchise that they've ever had a 30-plus-point 30, 30 halftime lead. Ever, dang. Ever, you know they're they're a good team. I don't I don't love their division. The Colts are, you know, it's a bad year for them. The Texans, if Watson was there, the Texans would be a playoff threat. He's not. They're not. Obviously, they've had significant injuries too. And the Titans are inconsistent. They look sort of decent, and then they look like they're just mediocre and just average, you know, or or, or trash. So it, it's not a great division. So it, maybe it's a little hard to gauge what Jacksonville truly is. Uh,
1: but I think that yeah. But they they made Pittsburgh look silly though. Yeah. I mean they they made the number two seed in the AFC look silly. Yeah. They made Baltimore look silly. I mean they they have crut like embarrassed some teams yeah. this year.
0: Well, if the defense keeps playing like that, they're going to be in it. You know, all the way however far they go. They'll be in it, because that defense will keep them in it.
1: Pittsburgh better not lose again, because they're going to go have to play on the opening weekend. Jacksonville keeps winning, because Jacksonville's got that tiebreaker. How about
0: that? How about that? Also, uh, I'll raise a glass to uh, Jadon Mickens, by the way. Or Jaden Mickens, if I mispronounce his name. Stepped in for injured starter Marquise Lee. He caught four passes for 61 yards and two scores, but that's not the best part of it. Mickens said that he spent some nights in his car outside the stadium, outside of their facility while he was on the practice squad in September and October. He did it to save money because he didn't know how long he was going to stay in town. How about that? you got a dude sleeping in his car. <laughs>
3: Dedication. Dedication, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: and there he is, man. So that's kind of a little
1: fun factoid feel-good story. but By the way, yeah. Can can one uh, of the players on the team, like, let the dude, like, sl- stay at the guest house or something? I mean,
0: if Fitzgerald can let AP stay at his house, right? Come on. I
1: mean, come on, man.
0: Come on, let that dude crash on your sofa, y'all. Seriously. <laughs> it's not that hard, is it? Come on. Jeez. Come on, man. Hell, the only person I'd make sleep outside of my house is Whitfield.
4: I'm,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, I'd let you in. I'd let you in, but, uh, yeah, I do think it's funny, man um one of our one of our fantasy leagues, we have a huge jaguars fan in it, and for years he's always padded this team with with Jacksonville players, and it's always kind of been like Pfft. <laughs> well, of course, this year it's not so funny. <laughs> he's in a championship game, so I think it's a hoot that you know our resident Jacksonville fan Daryl, kudos by the way, you know, here he is, he gets to enjoy his real life team being fantastic this year. And his fantasy team clean it up in the keeper league. It's kind of a hoot. Kind of a hoot. <laughs> Where do you guys want to go next? Any requests?
1: Any requests and dedications? <laughs> Shall we go New England Pittsburgh?
0: Yeah, we can go New England Pittsburgh. We can go New England Pittsburgh. Right, uh, why
1: not? Why not?
0: Let me let me scroll up in my stuff. Oh, by the way, for Aaron Rodgers, that was his first game with three interceptions since week nine in two thousand nine, by the way. So that's uh that's going back, buddy going back just a wee bit yeah just a wee bit so as far as um the Steelers and the Patriots man you know that's a good that's a hell of a rivalry these days right um I think it's odd though and I know Lindy was so funny because he was like what did he call it like the t-shirt t-shirts and hats game against the Dolphins (laughs) the Dolphins like (laughs) I mean I know that game finished 27 20 but it didn't feel that close and just a couple of things I think like fun factoids that are kind of strange to me particularly when you buttress up that loss in Miami with what that game at Pittsburgh turned out to be. And I know, look, I know the loss of AB was huge. Maybe that huge, uh, maybe that changes the dynamic of that game. That's a, that's fair. That's a fair point. But think about this. <laughs> uh, Brady has a seven to nine career record in Miami. He's lost four of the last five. Like really? The Patriots were, over,
1: they were He's always had issues in Miami. It's so weird.
0: Maybe there's some, I don't know. Maybe someone's got some voodoo dolls or something going on down there. I don't know, man. Miami
1: and at Denver are like his bugaboos for his career.
0: So strange. The Patriots were 0 for 11 on third down, right? And Brady, just to convert on third down, he was 0 for 7 passing to convert on third. All right. So they looked rough. And I thought it was funny. They were like these little blurbs with the Steelers going, oh, you know, they kind of knew they had the. They knew the formula. They knew how to beat the Patriots. Blah 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 blah. Bro, until you do it, you don't know how to do it, right? You know what I'm saying? A Yogi <laughs> Yogi Berra says, "Hey, <laughs> let me help you out." You know, until you do it, you don't know how to do it, and they haven't been able to do it recently. And it, it's just—it's strange to me. It's strange to me. And I, you know, I think the end of that game is indicative of why. The Steelers have had some of those struggles, but again, what a turnaround all right, and to be fair, I think you know Patriot Steelers was probably the most compelling game of the weekend for what it meant for the playoffs. I think it probably drew the most eyeballs of any of any game maybe I'm, i mean i 'm sure lots of people wanted to see the for none of the marbles Redskins Cardinals game um, oh I was helping God, that was horrible. I was helping move a sofa that 's how much I cared about that freaking game. <laughs> Um, hey, by the way, Justin. Yeah,
1: tickets for that game started at six bucks.
0: Too much, unless parking's free, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
0: because know, parking at FedEx, man, I, it probably starts at sixty bucks. So, yeah, but uh, and yeah, for none of the marbles, that's what that was. Barf. <laughs> Although I, I saw Larry Fitzgerald walk up in like glad hand and high five a, a kid in the stadium, so that was good to see. But as uh, whatever. But you know, the end really. It's a good game, but the end gives you some of the best, and some people might argue the worst, of what the NFL has to offer, right? You know, because it's just dramatic, you have all these big plays, and of course, yet again, we get saddled with one of these catch controversies. (laughs) Although, look, I personally believe that is the technically correct application of the rule, all right? But in the moment, it's one of those things where when they call it a touchdown in the field, you almost hate to see that get overturned that way. You know what I mean? You do. But still. I guess we'll spend some time talking about that in a minute. But let's set this up. Let's set this up. Uh, obviously, Antonio Brown getting knocked out of the game with a torn calf muscle in the second quarter. Got tangled up with some defenders while trying to bring in a catch in the end zone. And that's really, that's really a shame. I know there's reports that say he's going to be back for the playoffs. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, I know he he's almost kind of superhuman in his own his own way, and AB is just you know the killer bees in Pittsburgh between Big Ben and and Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. It is an absolutely filthy combination of of offensive skill talent. Um, that being said, they've got some other guys. You know Bryant Bryant has his moments. Juju you know Smith Schuster's had his moments. Jesse James did not have his moment in that game. So they're, <laughs> nope. you know, and they've still got Bell. So oh, they, he had a moment. All right. He just didn't, well, didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you kind of go back to the third quarter, 17, 16 Steelers leads, third and two Brady's under a bit of duress. Looks like there's some contact as he throws and the ball drops right to a Steelers defender. Uh, that was Brady's first interception in 301 passes versus the Steelers. That goes back to 2005, by the way, mm. that's how far that streak goes. Steal, uh, the, go ahead. A lot of
1: uh, interception streaks this week, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think right. the best interception streak was everybody in the Sports SportsBrew League intercepting all the free agent quarterbacks.
4: <laughs> I think that, that may have
0: that may have been the best interception streak. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Le'Veon Bell ended up pounding in the touchdown. That was his first career touchdown against the Patriots. By the way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Makes it twenty four sixteen. And here's your fun stat. And they flashed this on the screen because they panned to Tom Brady and they flashed this out on the screen. And it said, uh, Tom Brady, fifty career winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. Fifty, dude? That's that's baller. Of course, at right, well, make it fifty one at the end of the game. Uh-oh. Well, make it fifty one. <laughs> Anyways, the fourth quarter is twenty four nineteen. Pats ball with just over two minutes. And, you know, Brady almost throws another pick, man. Uh, I think that ball got tipped at the line. Anyway, it was slightly behind the Steelers defender. It should have been to Gronk. Uh, would have been, it was a little bit behind him, but he got his hands on it. You know what I mean? He got his hands on it. would have been a tough catch, but he got his hands on it. In that moment. Uh, Sean that's, Davis, right? Yeah, Sean Davis. That They needed that. They yeah, couldn't bring it in. Cast, <laughs> couldn't bring it in. And, you know, the Patriots are one of those teams that you just hate to give any extra chances to. You just hate to do it. You know what I mean? It's like asking for trouble. It just is. It just is. So what ends up happening? A Gronking to remember. So Gronk, <laughs> has, a, Gronk has that great catch where he just, you know, it looks like the ball is going to hit. It looked, it looked like Brady was going to McNabb that thing and bounce it off the turf. And Gronk <laughs> just kind of reaches down and grabs that jobby and goes down. Great catch. Deion Lewis punches in that touchdown, and then Gronk has the two-point conversion, 27-24. Steelers ball, man, under a minute to go. Ben hits one of our favorite new dudes, Juju Smith-Schuster, at the 21. That guy just runs all over the damn field, man. It's a 69-yard gain. And I swear, he ran out of gas. I think if he'd had jets at the end of that run, he might have gotten in for a touchdown. But he just looked like he ran out of gas, man. Still, it's just nuts. Steelers have the ball at the 10. Roethlisberger hits Jesse James. He has the ball. He's going down to the ground like his knee his knees hitting the ground, his, his balls breaking the plane, his elbows hitting the ground. And then when the ball hits the ground in the end zone, his hands come off of it. Well, not both, but one. You can see, like, one hand kind of twists up. There's this ball movement. In the moment, they did call it a touchdown on the field. All right? And they had their little review. Of course, they overturn it. crowd goes bananas. So,
1: these is that-, that one. And I know the interpretation probably overrules this, but – Shouldn't that be if he breaks the plane? It should, the play should be over at that point.
0: He st- it it's still, should be. It's still, it still well. He wasn't a runner yet. Okay. He wasn't a runner, and because he wasn't a runner, um, he has to complete that. The key words are surviving the ground. Hmm. Right. He didn't. They didn't. Now, I mean, Mark, I think you argued pretty, pretty strong, pretty strongly that that you believe that was a catch. So, do you still think that was a catch?
3: Um, I, you know, I, I hate getting all semantical, but I mean, I, th- I feel like to me, that's this one that there's, there's kind of, you have to, there's the, by the letter of the current law or rule book. No, it's not a catch. But do I believe that watching it and knowing football, as I believe I do pretty well, that that should be a catch and a touchdown catch? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 you know, I, I'm sure, yeah, you know, anybody who knows the sports room knows how much I I, I despise the Patriots, but Lots. That, that, that it's it, that <laughs> n- it really really if the shoe were on the other foot, I'd say the same thing. I I, re- I really would. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel good about it. But um, <laughs> I I just I'm 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 really hard pressed to look at that play and say no, that should not have been a touchdown.
0: I like, this, I like this one tweet, by the way. It says, uh, the NFL needs to rip up their catch rule and use the Supreme Court ruling on pornography. I can't define <sighs> it, but I know it when I see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: let's, be, uh, let's be honest. 20 years ago, 20 years ago in the NFL, uh, that would have been a catch.
1: Yes. Yep. Because
5: it was ba- back then, it was just like possession, two feet, or one knee down, and it's a catch. Nowadays, it's so damn convoluted because they're trying to be so meticulous with the yeah. rulings that, what what's next? Okay, uh, catch the ball two feet down, make a football move, make a sandwich, eat the sandwich, make sure it's tucked <laughs> in, sandwich, now put wraps and tape around your arm to hold the ball in place, okay, now it's a catch. I mean, what the hell?
0: Well, uh, yeah, and, and a lot of people yeah. feel that way. Oh, that, that's not really how the rule presents itself, but that's how it feels. And see, that's the thing. It's tough. I think what makes it worse in the moment is that it was called a touchdown, and that you go, Well, he broke the plane. He had a knee. He had an elbow. You know, that's a worst case scenario. You go, Well, maybe that should be a fumble, but he recovered his own fumble, right? It's a catch and a fumble. Boom, there it is, right?
3: And it took took the announcers forever to even just figure out why they were taking so long with the replay, myself included. I had no idea. I was like, Awesome. Come on. Wasn't it Tony uh,
0: Romo? Wasn't Romo part of the announcing crew? How did, yes. he, how did he not go, Oh, I've been here before with Dez?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it, it took them a couple of minutes. So they're like, what is going on? And then they saw the replay and they're like, Oh no He it heard moved. Romo going, uh oh. Yeah, it moved. <laughs> he knew it as soon as he yeah. saw it he's like, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. uh oh. Uh oh.
3: You know what? I was, I was I was excited to see uh all right, well, you know, Brady now has what well, like you know, thirty thirty five seconds to you know see see if he can you know get them in field goal range. Um, yeah, this could be entertaining. Let's see. Let's see what happens. It would have been. He probably would (laughs) have,
0: he may have,
3: he he likely would have, but, uh, I would have liked to have seen it. And, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we, we all want, we all want replay in sports to enhance the game and, and Mm -hmm. to, and to to fix egregious errors. I just don't believe that anybody looks at that play and thinks, Oh, if that had stayed a touchdown, that just would have been a crime. Yeah. That the guy catches the ball Yes, the ball slightly shifts, but I, I don't believe that's, you know, that that's something where I'm like, "Oh man, the ball clearly was out of his control and no, there's no way that's a catch." I think I, I just don't buy it.
0: I think if if his one hand hadn't kind of gone up and over the ball, like, you know what I mean? He had one hand looked like it stayed firm on it. The ball does move. There's no doubt the ball moves on the ground. Sure, absolutely. But one of them looks almost uh, awkward like his hand spins up, and I think that was what sealed his fate. That was, you know, that's my opinion. Um, Because there was, there was, (laughs) and you're right, Shannon, we have said a lot of ball. You said. You're right. (laughs) Ball. To be fair, I owed you that. I owed you that. And I also owe you this one, because I think this is also legit. Asking a referee, what is a catch, equals asking my wife, where do you want (laughs) to (laughs) eat? I I laughed at that one. I did laugh at that one. Let's see if I have this thing. here, 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 Here's a, here's one. Uh, I like this one. It says Steelers game in one snap story. And uh, if the audio is not good, well, I'll, I'll just ditch it. But so, you know, people like to like film whatever these football reactions. And some of them are pretty good. And I'm sure some of them are staged and fake. But uh, this one's decent. And it, obviously a Steelers fan, family of Steelers <laughs> fans watching this game. And this should be right before the Juju Smith-Schuster catch.
5: You're making moves over here. You better go out of bounds, man. Oh
6: shit! Oh. Go. Go! Come on, sister! Go! Go! Come on! Go! Then
5: he God
4: damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Pretty happy. <laughs>
4: oh
1: shit!
0: <laughs> now this is right when they they reverse the call. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I want to Super Bowl.
0: And here comes the pick.
4: It, it it's <laughs> <Fuck. You bullshit. laughs>
0: the man took like his his plate of chips and dip and just like launched them. It may <laughs> it, it may be fake. But you know, uh he's speaking for most of us at some point of our lives have probably been with our teams, which is really frustrated. Um, when you have a call that goes, does not go your way, right? Does not go your way. And it's tricky. And by the way, Michael Irvin, dude, dude, for the most part, I you know, I did not like him at the beginning of his little NFL network deal. He's kind of grown on me in his own weird way, but I don't know if you guys saw that he had a tweet <laughs> and he said, don't mean to start mess, but why do I see everyone like my dudes? Blah, blah, blah. First take so hot about the Steelers catch no catch td but when des bryant made the same play versus the packers no one said a damn thing when they took that playoff game from cowboy nation shut up now bro were you not on social media when that happened because i'm pretty sure the whole week in sports radio was people were people arguing about that play
1: yeah come yeah, on man people still argue about it till this day
0: yes they do yes they do Because
1: it is the des bryant rule yeah for a reason
0: I mean, come on, man. Come on. Anyway,
1: everyone wanted the Cowboys to lose, so it don't matter. Yeah. Look
0: at the end of the day. I mean, I, I think again, the, the key, the key operative thing is surviving the ground. And it, I get it. It's kind of weird. Uh, some dude. And I'll have to send it to you guys, or maybe I'll post it on the sports wall or something like that. Somebody made like a flowchart and had all this, all these pieces, and it, it makes it. Again, it, it makes sense. I think this is one of those where it's the spirit and the feel of it. People are dissatisfied with it, right? Technically speaking, it's the correct call. It's just one of those things in the moment, it felt like and looked like a touchdown. And it becomes a technical, it feels more like a, a replay technicality that overturns it, right? Yeah. It's what it feels like. And people struggle with that. People struggle with that. I think one important thing, um, and uh, Belichick actually referenced this, is that, you know, this keeps it from being. You get in this argument about is it a catcher is it a fumble or is it an incomplete you know an incomplete and so this kind of squares away the fumble issue and so it's either a catch or it's not right so um and it you know and i think that's a that's a legitimate that's a valid point that's a valid point it is tough it is a bang bang play we all i mean you know it in the heat of the moment perhaps you know i i, I liked how somebody had like a picture of uh Tom Brady on a yacht with a whole bunch of NFL refs with him. I laughed at that. (laughs) That was pretty funny. You know, but that's not even – there's other things at the end of this game that are bizarre, right, that are just bizarre. You think about the amount of time that was spent overturning that, right? And this is when I said earlier kind of leading into this game. One of the things that has separated out, I think, at least recently, a team like the Steelers who – Have a lot of skill position talent, and I like. And Tomlin's a good coach, right? But one of the things that is historically under Belichick separated the Patriots out, other than when they play the Giants in the Super Bowl, that's for you, Mark. (laughs) Is 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 their approach to the game, right? They don't, you know, they they tend not to have an issue with big moments. They tend to be prepared for a lot of things, you know. And I'm surprised that at the end of the game, when that got overturned, that you know, the Steelers seem to, to just kind of be a little bit of a mess. And you can say, okay, well, yeah, they played a win the game. That's fine. We get that. It's second a goal. You know, Roethlisberger hits Darius Hayward Bay. Gets tackled in bounds. You know, Big Ben's running around with doing a clock spike and then taps his helmet, you know, obviously sending signals to somebody. Uh, Eli Rogers appeared to be the only one to get it. Uh, he throws to Eli. Eli Rogers and ends up he's like triple covered with another guy not that far away from him. Patriots defender tips the ball, flies up in the air, lands right in a dude's hands, boom, pick, game over, done. And he was asked in one of the postgame things about, you know, who called for the pass play. And, he, and, and Roethlisberger, look, that play didn't work out. You got to own the fact you threw a terrible pass. It was a bad, bad decision. Bro, throw it out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. Throw it out of the back of the end zone, dude. Okay? That's it. Because then you can go for the field goal to force OT. You're at home. Force overtime, Keep the field goal. It's okay. All right, yeah, play to win the game. That's great. But hello, hello, we play to win the game, you know. But here he is talking about how Todd called for that thing, you know, bringing it up in the post game. It just, it's weird to me, man. You know, I like them. I, I like Ben for the most part. But I thought they, I thought they just brain farted at the end of that game. And what's odd to me is that they had enough time. They basically got a free timeout. How did they not better plan the end, of the, the end of the way that game went down? You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh oh. Yeah. Do, do that, I sense a uh, sound bite? What? How do you F that up?
0: <laughs> you know?
5: Pretty easily, apparently.
0: I'm going to call this the Whitfield.
5: <laughs>
2: How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up?
0: hey y'all hey y'all I don't need a backup quarterback (laughs) (laughs) just saying to say
5: <laughs> but but going back to that play if you watched it it almost looked like none of the Steelers were even expecting that play to happen yeah, that way yeah. it's like the linemen just sat there the only one wide receiver actually did anything and then everybody else was like what the hell's going
1: on and Rodgers was triple team man you throw that out of the end zone kick the field goal and play for overtime bro I said spike the damn ball spike it or just throw it away Something. one or the other
0: you know that's the kind of play to me, I mean, and, and you know Ben kind of danced around a little bit, and he had to know he was that was a dangerous throw, dude. That was a, that was a bad decision, man. You got to own that. It's one thing to go for it, but you know, smart football, or what we I mean Lord knows how often we've talked about situational football here in the sports brew, and th- that's the thing that has, that separates out the Patriots consistently that separates them out is situational football. And I love that meme, and I think Whitfield posted it. I don't remember who originally had it. if it was NFL memes or Daily Snark or somebody I don't remember, but it was like Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin, and you know because uh, <laughs> obviously they referenced when you know, the Super Bowl when the Patriots, excuse me, the Seahawks, did not run it, and they threw the ball and the Patriots picked it off. So that, that, I obviously kind of laughed about that. But you know, the situation of football is a big deal, and the Steelers have put themselves in a tough position, depending on how they finish out the season. Because, the you know, the Patriots obviously now have the head-to-head. So, that's going to be a daunting task, having to travel to New England. If it goes that way, which is the most likely outcome, is that if they meet again, they're going to have to go to New England and beat them in New England. And that's tough, man. That's a tough place to play in the playoffs, bro. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm disappointed that they couldn't handle the end of that game better. I'm not saying they win. Maybe they force OT. Maybe the Patriots win anyway. Fine. But... That to me, the end of that game was was so fantastic, and then to see him just butterball away the end with incompetence was kind of amazing. Kind of amazing.
5: Uh well, Steelers have two pretty easy games left, so really it's going to boil down to, I mean, what New England does, and I'm pretty sure New England's. Let me see what New England's got in the left here. Let's see. New England hey, wow. has the Bills and the Jets. Steelers well, ha- are at Houston and then home for the Browns. So, both, so unfortunately, uh, pretty sure Patriots well, and Steelers are going to win their last two games. I,
0: yeah, I, I'm, I'm not feeling the Browns knocking off the Steelers, and the Texans are a mess. So,
2: hey, Justin. Yeah. To elaborate on what you were talking about with the pass, with the whole pass and everything, mm-hmm. and, I, and I posted this on Bethany's page earlier. And I was like, look, everybody wants to bitch and complain. All these Dallas fans want to bitch and complain after seeing this. And I was like, oh, we could have won. People don't remember. There was still about five minutes left in that game when Dez didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. This is the last play of the game. So don't it, even start comparing them.
0: Well, I, it, the situation's maybe a little different. That That's mm. fine. But I think if memory serves, Dallas had been significantly down to Green Bay and then – mounted a pretty serious comeback uh and uh, you know five minutes yeah fine that's not the very end of the game but it's still pretty late so I mean that that's a that's a tough deal so uh, maybe it's not a perfect comparison but I think in for the significance of the play in that moment it meant a lot to Dallas then and this certainly meant a lot to you know uh Pittsburgh now but I did kind of chuckle at. Obviously, Sizemore and, and Bethany are, are real big Steelers fans, and I kind of chuckled it there. And I was not surprised. You know, oh, yeah, no, they just want the Patriots to win. Everybody does. <laughs> they just favor the Patriots. I'm like, yeah, do you remember the flake eight? I don't think they always favor the Patriots, y'all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure does, doesn't always break their way. I mean, but Brady
5: it, had a four-game suspension, and yeah. he still won. You but know? It, I mean, damn.
0: Yeah, but it, it's situational football. One thing I will say that's interesting about the Bills game coming up, don't forget about – Gronk's hit on Tredavius White. Mm. Don't forget about that because I can guarantee you that the Bills have not. Mm. I'm not saying they're going to put some extra pepper on some hits. I'm not saying that.
1: A L- little extra, what did uh, T Sug say? little hot sauce? <laughs> yeah, little extra hot sauce? Then, there
0: might be a little extra hot sauce on the defenders on Gronk. And maybe they'll throw some flags to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Entirely possible. Mm-hmm. But uh, understand that Tre'Davious White sent a text to ESPN's Ryan Clark that said, "quote The whole hood want him," end quote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be Don't. careful what
1: you wish for. Yeah.
0: So you know they got some. They got some hot sauce they've saved up for Gronk, dude. <laughs> they
1: got some hot
0: sauce saved <laughs> yeah. up, man. For Clark sure, dude. Gronk is a
1: grown ass dude, though. Yeah, so. I know,
0: I know, but uh,
1: come with the hood and a little bit more if you're going to take on Gronk.
0: Yeah.
5: It's going well, to be on serious. On top of that, the Bills will be fighting for their playoff lives because <clears throat> right now they're in the sixth hole, so they've got a reason to just go all out. Well, and here here's
1: the good news for the Bills. Yeah, is there good news for the, the Bills? The Tennessee Titans have to play the Rams this week.
0: Oh, ooh, more ooh.
1: Titans. Oh, more Titans. I'll, I'll tell you this: I like the Ravens to make the playoffs. So if Buffalo, I think, can win, they going to win this week. But if they can win next week, I think they should be okay.
0: All right, well, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, Rams, Titans, man. Sorry, Sorry. Tennessee.
3: <laughs> can, 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 there, can the Ravens phone a friend for a new quarterback? <laughs> the Ravens? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the Giants?
3: What does that have to do with anything right now? Y'all need a new quarterback. Are they Giants anywhere close to the playoffs or in the playoff picture right now?
2: Doesn't mind. They still need a quarterback.
0: Oh, hey. you know what? I I do love a good
3: fail horn fail. <laughs> Someone salty. They're missing the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> dude. What office, office analysis?
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. That's what I said last yeah. night.
3: Dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, the Redskins haven't consistently been in it forever, but yeah. It, Eight it, it,
5: straight years now snapped.
0: No Giants, no Giants, no Redskins, no Packers, no Colts. I don't. When was the last so, time? That's,
3: that's, why there's, that's, why, that's why there's booze. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Very
0: true. That's true. True words have never been spoken. That's true. That's true. And Lord knows that's why we need the booze to be <laughs> to be fair. You know that's f- that's f- the f- 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 f-
1: Want to tell you that
3: f- failing teams and sick kids.
0: Yeah, bro. Bumpy day, man. Bro. Bumpy day. Speaking can of Can crushing of, Tuesday. Can crushing Tuesday. But that's right.
3: Son of a, bitch. Give me a drink.
0: Yeah, we got plenty of drinks. <laughs> we got plenty of drinks. Man. Whew. Good stuff. Good stuff. Or as Bud Light might say. Dilly
4: dilly. Dilly dilly. Yeah. Dilly
0: dilly. <laughs> dilly, dilly. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly uh, Rando's side note, because we'll have it, at some point, we'll mention uh, a little spoiler-free Star Wars review. <coughs> uh, one of my favorite things that I saw, um, well, I love the movie, by the way, but one of the things that really cracked me up, and I don't know if they were the originator, but I know NFL Memes had this on their page, and it said, since December 18th, 2015, there have been three Star Wars movies released. And one win by the Browns. <laughs>
4: oh, damn! And
0: I laughed. I thought it was so funny. Anyway, I think we're only six months away from getting the Han Solo movie. So, isn't that, in that Randy? Isn't that like six months away? Yeah, it's like uh,
1: spring it's, or summer, right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's. It, we're, I mean, before you know it, that's going to be out. That's crazy. So, <laughs> anywho, uh, by the way, well, I guess speaking of that, uh, this is for you, Randy. So uh, this is almost for you, Shannon, Uh, just to tie up a little button on uh, one little outlier from week 14, which I enjoyed, was the snowball, the Colts-Bills snowball, which (laughs) in my notes I wrote, uh, forget London, in honor of Star Wars, the NFL played this game on Hoth. (laughs)
5: <laughs> Dude, that game looked like it was fun. That that's the type of snow you want to play in. Yeah, yeah. That, that looked
0: like the kind of Ex- the kind of mess where you get your friends over and you go play football in your backyard. You know what I mean? Heck like, yeah, man, yeah, that was a mess. But it, it, the pictures from that game were great.
3: They're basically <laughs> I mean, I'd say fun, fun if you're playing without anything on the line. I would have hated playing True. that game if there were like significant things. Which obviously there there were some significant things, but like semi. Oh man! Well,
0: Bills playoff hopes. Okay, but the, the,
3: yeah, but the the, the the pictures were incredible.
0: Oh, and the footage of that was great, and some of the some of the still photos of people sliding and diving and running and snow flaring right. up. I mean, it, you know, you don't get to see a ton of games like that. And it, 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 keep in mind, man. Fun factoid: those two teams combined, uh, they had 97 rushes. That was the most <laughs> the most in a game in 36 years. <laughs> my god and they also we also had a joe webb sighting
5: <laughs> <Yes>. that <laughs> yeah we did J- we
0: did joe webb sighting that thing buddy shut up <laughs> hey uh shannon and Dude, randy and frank- uh mark free joe web baby free joe <laughs> web
1: <laughs> um Dude, frank gore had 31 rushes himself in that game
0: Ah, uh, side note for Frank Gore, by the way, uh, second player in NFL history to gain at least a thousand yards from scrimmage in twelve consecutive seasons. Wow!
1: That's... You know,
0: you know the only other person to do it.
1: Twelve seasons? I'd say Emmitt, right? Emmitt Smith. That's it. Brandon Jacobs, though. No. Um, oh,
0: only if he wow. could. Tr- only if, twelve seasons. Only if Brandon <laughs> Jacobs could totally uh, truck truck Redskins defenders with his crotch. Every week, <laughs> maybe he would have done that. I don't remember who was that. That roided out guy that ended up in Indy that he trucked. Landry, that, was it Landry that he totally like crotch trucked? Do you I remember Mark?
5: So. Probably.
0: Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> roided out Land. That's still like I don't remember what year that was. That's still like in like I still remember that play though. <laughs> you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Just you- when you get trucked by a crotch, man, you're having a bad day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bad, <laughs> bad day at the office. He has he has CTE, but the C is crotch. <laughs> it's crotch T E. That's terrible. Uh, the only the only other thing that I thought was really a hoot from that game, because um, I mean it was ugly and, and it's uh, it was beautifully ugly in its own little way. Uh, credit, but
3: credit 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 sh- shady though. I mean that yeah. Uh, I was I was I was surprised how much yardage they actually got. mean I feel like midway through the third quarter they said that there was like, almost four 400- hundred. You know, total yards. I don't know what an up has, but I mean, I just I thought they would be able to get maybe a buck fifty between the two.
0: McCoy had a good game, and uh, I don't I don't know that I can find it, but he had a, his post game pressure was really funny because he talked about Joe Webb and he was talking about his time in Philadelphia and how they were playing the Vikings. This is kind of, I think this was the year that uh that sh, that uh, Shannon was playing Matt like in the fantasy league, and because uh, AP was out and his backup was out. Uh, So Favre was out and Shannon was somewhere in Kentucky having his Pappy Van Winkle and he he was alert enough somewhere randomly in there and he picked up Joe Webb
6: (laughs) and he picked up Joe Webb
0: and ended up like beating like Whitfield. It was hilarious. But McCoy was and McCoy was talking about this. And he was like, Oh yeah, you know, we didn't feel he figured, you know, I'd get my yards, Vic would throw me the ball, we'd demolish them. There was no Favre, no AP, no backup, blah blah easy win. And Joe Webb was out there just killing us, and so when Webb, like he was, he was joking around about how when Webb went into this game, he was like, "Just do what you did to, you know, just do what you did to me when I was with Philly. We'll be good." <laughs> and I laughed, I laughed. Free Joe Webb, baby. Free Joe Webb. But um, I I, I did. Ha- I, I, kudos to Adam Vin- Vinatieri who had the weirdest extra point. <laughs> oh man, I don't think I've ever seen a kick do what that kick did. It was like it, it was. I mean, what was it like a knuckleball off his foot? I mean, what was that thing?
1: It was just get the damn ball through the uprights. Classic Vinatieri.
3: I mean, yeah. he can do next to no wrong. I, I thought two of my favorite things in that game, mm-hmm. the, 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 the punt game was just phenomenal, just because, I mean, the ball would just, just plop. I mean, of course, <laughs> it mean, was just amazing to watch, because, I mean, like, I have never seen a ball, like, not react to the ground at all, but there's, it couldn't reach the ground, so it's just going to land where it lands. Yeah. And also, I, I, just, I couldn't help but think about, like, how much would it suck trying to ref that game? How do you see the sidelines? How do you possibly, like, see penalties? I mean, it's just, I don't know how you, the hell you call that you game. Did you see where they
0: lost the coin when they flipped it for overtime?
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it's amazing. It was just
0: a hoot, dude. I was so hoping somebody was going to come out with like a snowplow at some point and clear clear a spot for a kick, just for old time's sake, man. Who was it the, that was that the Patriots that did that that one time? Yes, yeah. they had a guy
1: on work release come and <laughs> tear the about. out. Plow a spot for him to kick a field goal. That's
0: great. I think uh, in the highlights they had a whole bunch of people like kicking out a little area for Vinatieri to make his kick and trying to kick the snow yeah. away. And it yes. looked like there were some non-players that were on the field and the refs chased him out of there. That was kind of a hoot. I mean, he you know Vinatieri missed the field goal in. Uh, was it in overtime that he, he 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 did miss a field goal? And then McCoy had the to walk-off touchdown. Uh, he missed NOT, the but, field goals. Yeah. That's that's a tough game. I think the the one that I remember him missing was like a forty or a forty three. <clears throat> but I don't I don't know what that equates. if I mean, what is that in a dome, right? If it's forty three and I don't know, eight inches of snow, like what is that the equivalent of trying to boot through a sixty five in a dome? You know what I'm saying? I mean that's some that's well, some inclement right. weather, bro. That's rough, rough, rough stuff. But anyway, kudos to them for that. Well, I'll tell you what, we're about an hour in. Uh why don't we go ahead and take a break? Uh I need to I drank all my drink anyway uh you we need too. we need to do, need to do a, a little salute o'clock and uh we'll just keep power we're good on time it's twelve thirty, so we're powering pretty good you know if anybody needs to rip cord in a little bit that's okay you can plan your exit that's fine uh i would say we have a, a good hour probably still left in us uh and we we do need to do our christmas brew we have to do our yes. presents and our dedications to each other and i'm sure there are some good ones i have no doubt <laughs> I have no doubt that there are some good ones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Everybody good? Quick break? Good. Yeah. Uh All right. I'm going to refill my beverage. Uh, With the sports, you can find us on iTunes, livesportscaster.com, obviously our home feed on Podbean, uh, the Google Play Store. A little tough to find us on the Google Play Store, actually, Uh, so it's not my first choice, but uh, that's okay. We are there. The keywords, though, sports and brew, that's how you track us down, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, VA Sports Brew. Man, you can find us. If you like to talk trash, talk smack, or just be ridiculous, you can track us down and have a good time with it. But we're the Sports Brew. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're going to keep pounding. uh, Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Uh, I can't say it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't Can't do do it it live. No problem. Yeah. F it. I'm going to do it live. We're going to keep pounding on the NFL and then we'll have some exit thoughts, probably a little CFP action, and we'll just get the hell out with some Christmas fun. We'll be back in just a moment, man. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple minutes, but we are back, man. Uh, We might as well knock out some saluted clocks, have a little fun at the front end of this before we settle back into some games and then wrap up with some Christmas shenanigans and fun. By the way, Mark, I do like the fact you're you're rocking that all-black New York Mets hat, which I couldn't quite tell what the hell that was at the beginning of the podcast. I was like, what is that? You know, a fedora... Uh bowler cab. I had no clue what it was, man. I needed the explanation. I think that's just Skype. But uh, anywho, honestly, I'm, I'm beginning to think maybe you're wearing that all black because you're mourning the fact that the Yankees brought in Stanton. It's okay, bro. <laughs> it's okay, bro. Uh, by the way, quick, quick reaction on the Stanton trade as a Mets I mean, fan and probably, a Yan- and, and well, not probably, and as a Yankees hater.
3: Yeah, I mean, of course, is Yankees Yankees hater, and and, and a, a, a a pretty big fan of Stan. Yeah, uh, you know, heart. I think most people, most people are. I mean, dude, definitely plays with a lot of, lot of heart. And my God, he's you know just ridiculously uh, strong bet. Um, you know, as, as soon as I I heard the Yankees were in the mix, I mean, he, he kind of felt like the writing was on the wall for, for most guys. And and I, I can't really blame him. He's been. You know as as amazing of a player as he is, you know he's got nowhere near the attention that he would have gotten if you' were on right. a team that you know had a bigger market uh, being stuck down there at the Marlins. So you know the biggest biggest team in baseball comes you know calling your name, uh, certainly willing to play pay you plenty plenty dollars. yeah, you know, it's just it, it felt like yeah, you know, it felt like it was a done deal. So I uh, wasn't shocked by it was 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 disappointed. Yeah, you know, It's, you know, with most, most guys that I would like to, you know, see succeed, it's, you know, uh, anywhere but the Yankees. Um, so, but, you know, baseball fan, uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, as, as as I think frequently is the case with the Yankees, uh, just because they get the big names doesn't, doesn't mean it's going to work it out. It's obviously been a while since it they've, doesn't. you know, uh, won it all. But, you know, yeah, you look at the middle of that lineup and that's... That's pretty scary, intimidating. Dude. I don't know how you, how you pitch to that. That's a lot of um, that's
0: a lot of bat right there, man.
3: A lot a lot, a lot of pop. I don't know how they calculate these kind of things, but I think they they did some kind of calculation. You know, the powder puff uh, uh, outfield that you know, uh, the Yankees have, you know, it's, so uh, soft to hit you know, home runs in the corners. I think they calculated that uh, Stan would have hit instead of the 61 he hit last year. If he hadn't planned for the Yankees, he would have hit 71. Good um, God. Yeah, that, gosh. That, that, that feels like a safe, safe, uh, uh, safe assumption. So uh, anyway, I mean, the, the, those, those short porches, I mean, he, he yeah, can probably get him out there one-handed easily. So uh, we'll see. Which means um, so. which means that they
0: bring him in and he's gonna have like pulled hamstring, back problems. <laughs> right?
1: My neck and my back My neck,
0: my back, my neck and my back.
1: <laughs> I'll settle
0: right now for fifty dollars. Uh But
1: um, you know what you know what the good news is, Mark? He's no longer in the N L East. This is true. This is
3: true. I you know, I I should shouldn't should celebrate that more, but I guess, you know, lack, lack of you're the the Marlins. Yeah, you know, maybe that's why I don't you know, focus on that so much, but uh did, but no, you're absolutely right.
0: Did y'all like how uh, people were saying, "Oh, well now Jeter's Mr. December for the Yankees?" Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed at that one. I
3: had a I, lot of... I thought, yeah. Go ahead. Dan I, I watched uh uh Dan Levitard. Who I, I really liked that a lot. Um he, he you know, being a long-time Miami guy, uh had had, you know, pretty strong opinions about it and and Yeah, he and did. I, I, I think, I think plen- plenty, plenty fair ones that it, it just, it, it feels like, you know, Jeter come, comes in there and it's just kind of dismantling and, and, you know, these, these, you know, any, any dedicated Marlins fans just feel like, you know, they're just kind of you know, central for, you know, players to come through for three to four years and just kind of view them as a, you know, shipping container to, you know, play there for a couple of years and then get get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be kind of frustrated being a Marlins fan because uh, it, it seems like they, they can't, you know, keep a... I mean, this, so much money was invested in that stadium, but, you know, what do they have to show for it? I mean, nothing.
0: Well, I, I think some of that we'll see what, what Jeter does. It's It's early yet, but I think in the short term, you have to feel a little bent about that. Yeah. But...
1: Especially because they didn't really get anything for him. No, I mean they got they got they,
0: they got, they got a, a bag of peanuts and a stale beer. You know what I mean? After they got a bag of peanuts and a stale beer from FedEx Field that Dan Snyder's been safe in. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and, and and I think that's I think really it's not just that they moved him; it's that they got so little, other than they got out of the contract. You know what I mean? They they offloaded the money, but you you go, they didn't really get. Equivalent, you know what I mean? They didn't get equivalency, right? They didn't, they didn't get I a fa- it, fair return, and I think that's a that's a reasonable argument to make if you want to be bent about the trade. Is that they didn't really get much back other than they offloaded the contract? Uh Go ahead, Mark.
3: I was just—I heard it was a a vintage '84 Coors Light that Snyder sent him. <laughs> it it, it, it could have right. been. It could have been. Yeah, very, it could have been. Nice
0: but I, I do think it's great that all the people that love to hate the Yankees, and that's one of the franchises that. When they're good, man, people love to hate them. You know what I mean? The dark side by the evil empire. You know, it, it, it's it's entertaining in its own way. And it, how on earth, you know, the weirdness that I ended up being. A, it's so funny. I'm surrounded by Mets fans, and I'm not real. I'm not a baseball diehard. Everybody here knows that. But, I, you know, my big brother was a Yankees fan, so that's what I watched when I watched baseball with him. So I have an affinity for the Yankees. I don't, you know, again, I'm not a diehard baseball guy. It doesn't really matter, but so much to me. But I do, there's a part of me that, that kind of is like, he, he, he kind of chuckles at the people that rage face about it. I, I, it does kind of crack me up, and I take some satisfaction uh, in that. So, anywho, enjoy. And I, I still like your all-black Mets hat kind of like, nice you know
5: all this all this talk of stale beer maybe it's time to talk about some good beer
0: maybe it is i tell you what man let's go ahead and salute and clock it up as we roll into christmas um, i'm double clutching tonight i've got my three notched 40 mile ipa which is a, a pretty strong deal for me these days uh, i uh, fortunately i got this great stone mixer from costco unfortunately i already drank them all <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, Total shocker! Uh, right
0: I know, I know, but it's great because it's like Hop Revolver and the Delicious IPA, the Regular IPA, and the Ruination IPA. So I, I love all those beers. Well, the Delicious is, you know, if I had to rank them, that's my my least of that multi pack. But uh, all consumable. But I'm I'm back on the on the uh, you know the three knots forty mile, and then I'm enjoying you know rum and coke, and then I've also got my uh, Ron Zacapa. So I've got I've got my multitude. Options for a can crushing throwdown. Well, can't crushing Tuesday. I'm crushing a lot of stuff, not just cans, buddy. Woo! I'm also crushing dreams. Just ask Whitfield.
2: (laughs) You idiot. Backup quarterback, bro.
0: Backup quarterback, bro. You idiot. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) What the fuck did I do wrong? You didn't have a backup quarterback. That's what the hell you did wrong, bro. (laughs)
2: <laughs> collusion, I say collusion.
0: Collusion. By the way, there's. Uh, I was joking around with Lindy, and he was like, uh, he was looking forward to hearing this. He's got some long drives ahead of him, so he's been saving up some podcasts. And uh, we were joking around about uh, the obviously the whole thing in the sports free league with the quarterbacks. And he said, uh, you know, uh, we every time Whitfield says collusion tonight, we ought to take a shot. And I was like, dude, we'd all be dead. <laughs> You <laughs> can't do it. You son of a bitch. Can't do it, man. What? Yeah, that's right. Anyway. We, we, what, what, what's the do it live. <laughs> yeah, what's the word of the night, Whitfield? Collusion. <laughs> All I know is backup quarterback going to the playoffs, bro. How do you fuck that up?
2: How do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring out the GIMP. Your team brought out the Gimp, that's for damn sure. <laughs> that is for
2: damn if sure. I a myself, I uh, if I had second guess myself, I would have beaten Shannon. Ah
0: if I had second guessed myself, it would have had back a backup quarterback. So uh anyway, I'll run down that in a second. Let's get to, let's get through uh let's get to our of clock. Uh, Shannon, what you got, bro?
1: Dude, I am rocking the Hardywood Christmas morning, and it is delicious.
0: Look at you, getting all Christmassy already. By the way, if anybody needs that, that old Hardywood gingerbread stout, man, over here in the uh, RVA, bro, if you're near Huguenot, kind of uh, Forest Hill, Huguenot area, man, that, that little beer place behind the shell, bro, they got tons of it. Load really? up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I went in there. Well, I, bought yeah. a, I bought a bottle. Um, it's not my favorite beer, but you know Sarah likes it. Uh, it's a little <laughs> sweet for me. I like stouts, but that's a little sweet for me. But they had a they had a bunch. Of, now they have a good beer selection, though. To be honest, they have a they really did. good beer selection. Yes, they do. And you wouldn't know it. You would you would drive by and be like, "Ah, it's a dumpster fire hole in the wall." But the the dude has a really good beer selection. He, he had uh, I'd say at least twenty bottles of it the other week. Maybe like twenty five. He had a he had a ton. So you know, if you still need some and you're in the area, uh, just pop in there real quick and check. All
4: right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Randy, what you got, bro?
5: I finally actually have beer tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Golf clap. So uh, Golf clap. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> doing some uh, New Holland Brewing Dragon's
1: Milk. Nice. That's a there win.
0: That's a win.
1: That's vintage Randy right there. There
0: it is. I like how he took a slug of it right after he said that.
1: That's
5: right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I do want to try the Bourbon Barrel Gingerbread Stout. I have seen
1: that in stores. i got to pick one of those up.
0: Oh, I bet that's good. I bet that's real good.
1: Uh, old uh, Old Todd says that's good with ice cream, by the way. Thanks, Todd. Mm. Said it's good with vanilla ice cream.
0: That's what I like with my beer.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I can only pass along what I hear. Yeah, and Todd, I'm... stop stalking me, man. <laughs> stop following me to breweries. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Pay <Penis in your laughs> Well, (laughs) that's right. Holy cow.
6: No, no, no. Yeah.
4: Come
0: on, rock soundboard. Stop playing random music. Nobody wants to hear all that crap. Go away.
1: There you go.
6: Shit, Negro. That's all you had to say.
1: Damn right. Shoot. But you know what? What? Sam does think that the Christmas morning is a tasty beverage.
0: That is a tasty beverage. You are right, sir. Um, this
3: is a tasty burger. That too.
0: Uh, Mark, what you got, bro? Well,
3: me and my me and my all black Mets uh, were rocking with the Hardywood gingerbread stuff. Look at that! We were talking about it. Yeah, buddy. Right. Oh, good! You did get some. Whew. Absolutely. Well,
0: you're going to be we're down. Hot. Aren't you going to be down this weekend visiting family?
3: Uh, I, was down, I was down this past weekend, actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's all
0: right. Yeah. And, you know, not that I'm your schedule keeper, so I forgot, <laughs> but that's okay. I know. It's a, it's a shame uh, it didn't work out the other week, man. I you know, know. Shame it didn't work out got, the other week, got, but.
3: Got got sick and still got a little bit of the plague with me, but. Uh, Las Plagas. Yeah, feel, <laughs> but so hopefully I get myself back down there early next year.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, we got New Year's. To, we got New Year's stuff to do. You know what I'm we'll saying? We'll do it live, man.
3: We'll do it live. That's right. Oh, older older brother Thomas turns turns uh 40 in you know, less than two months.
5: Oh, my God. I can't do it. No. Damn. Damn. We'll
3: do it live.
6: Okay. We'll, no, we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll
5: do it live. Right. Fucking things suck. <laughs> it for us today. <laughs> Whitfield, is that
0: you talking about the waiver waiver order? Oh, he's uh, <laughs> I
2: not. I that he is, one day. Okay.
1: Oh, is I he was gone?
0: Did
2: he pass yeah. out? No, I'm here. Oh.
1: <laughs> I, I thought the window was gone. Yeah, my window of his was, like, slim.
0: No, it's okay. Rando's side note, man. Rando's side note. Uh, Mark, I know you're a big Lakers guy. So, I did appreciate the fact that Lakers retired both Kobe jerseys. Um, which is, fi- I mean, honestly, it's fitting, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I don't think that should really come as a huge shock to anybody. Um, but, and just raising a little glass to the to, to Kobe being there, and God bless, man. I saw uh, somebody was talking about how crazy expensive tickets were to that game, oh, uh, yeah. and I'm I'm sure that it was just like absolutely bananas to to get in there. But what a star studded arena, you know what I mean? Like that felt like uh, the way the Lakers should be, you know what I mean? Oh, there dude,
1: was, NBA royalty was yeah. there.
0: Absolutely, bro, and I, I like the fact the Lakers actually took the Warriors to OT in that game, man. I know the Warriors were a little mm-hmm. shorthanded, but that was that was nice. Uh, but retiring Kobe's eight and twenty-four, so I guess what's, what's like what's one of your you know favorite memories of Kobe?
3: Oh man, that's cruel. Put me in the spot for a favorite memory of Kobe. Man. That's
0: okay. You can take a minute to think <clears throat> about it. It's not a big deal. not You know, you can you can you can kind of marinate on that a little bit. That's no problem. Because I I tell you what, while you're thinking about that, let me play this little snippet uh, from his speech.
6: Hopefully what you get from tonight is the understanding that um, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard.
0: Like we do at the Sports Brew.
6: Those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. um, That is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination. It's the journey. And if you guys if you guys can understand that, then what you'll see happen is that you won't accomplish your dreams. Your dreams won't come true. Um, something greater will. And uh, if you guys can understand that, then I'm doing my job as a father. Thank you. Now
0: obviously, he was talking in one party, he's talking to his daughters there. Oh, yeah. You know, but that's also a message for you know, everybody else. Hell of a moment, by the way. Hell of a moment. I did think it was pretty great that uh, Brian and his family arrived in a helicopter. That was kind of a hoot. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like, AI was there. Uh, it, you know, I mean, no shortage of people. Uh, I mean, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, Shaq,
1: just, James Worthy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they had, like, a, a majority of, like, the top 50 all-time NBA players were,
1: like, the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was crazy, dude. It was crazy. It was crazy, dude. I so, did like last night. I don't know if y'all had a chance to catch this, but SVP, they were talking about it. They had the original, like, on, when on the air. It was the AFC Championship Games, but Kobe also dropped 81 the same night. And it was like Stuart Scott had did the highlight. Oh, I bet that was fun. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's just phenomenal. Just awesome to hear his voice again. And yeah. Just watching Kobe just dropping buckets on him and...
0: Honestly, it still feels like I would turn on Sports Center and see old Stu. Ugh. You know? And Craig Sager, that, too, yeah. man. You know, Stuart Scott and Craig. And, you know, it's still weird to me to think they're not with us. Oh, no, You man. know? It's, it's strange. Uh, rando, side note. And, uh, Shannon, if you can find that video, man, send it to us. I'd, I'd, I'd like to watch that. But I, one of the things that kind of bubbled up is that... Uh, you know, obviously, you, you think of the Lakers with Kobe. You, you certainly had a little ear with Shaquille O'Neal, and they could have accomplished more together. I think is a fair statement. <laughs> but there was one of the things they were talking about was um, Jerry West was interested in making the trade to essentially bring Tracy McGrady to the Lakers. I saw that. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, obviously, what could that have been like?
4: Woo, oh buddy! My
0: gosh, man, that could have been fun. That could have been fun, but you know sometimes things don't work out for the reasons they don't. Obviously, they still had plenty of success, but it, you know it's one of those coulda, woulda, shoulda. What what could it have been? And that's that's a that's a trio that man they would have been insanely dangerous uh, for a chunk of time. But Shannon, I'd ask you the same thing. You know, while Mark's percolating, uh, do you have like a, a favorite Kobe moment or you know anything that you would share? as kind of a walk off, kind of just you know giving raising the glass to. Getting both jerseys up. And actually, perhaps a more important question. Are you an 8 or are you a 24 guy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a little bit of both. I I like the 24, or excuse me, the 8 when it was, uh, when he and Shaq connected on that alley-oop when they were getting to their first uh, NBA Finals. And Shaq had this look of, oh my God, we're actually going to get there. Mm -hmm. And Kobe you know, had the alley up to him. So that was my favorite probably eight moment. My 24, the 81 game's probably pretty easy, but I would say his final game, dude, where he emptied the chamber, dropped 60 on the Jazz, and you know that dude was just... And he talked about that early on, like he was just tired, didn't feel like he was going to do anything, and his wife gave him... I don't know if it was a video or like a message, something from a lot of the uh, greats, uh-huh. and uh he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna have to suit up and play my tail off tonight." And he dropping 60 like that. It's just the nostalgia of him going off and hitting the game winner and the Lakers winning that game. I, yeah, t- to me that was just just awesome. That was just, as they say, vintage Kobe. Dilly
5: dilly.
0: Dilly, dilly. <laughs> Mark, have you percolated enough? You don't have to pull it down to one. If you got a couple, it's okay.
3: No, I, I mean, I mainly I just I was trying to see if 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 there was anything that's for me topped the eighty-one point game. I I don't quite think that I can say that. I mean, I, I just I mean that was as perfect and masterful of a game as you're gonna ever see. So yeah, I, I think that I'd stay up top. But, but yeah, I mean, of course, I've, I've got. Yeah, you know, got got plenty of enjoy. I mean, yeah, he certainly had some super memorable Olympics games. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he he always. I mean, I don't think that you know, there's not a lot of other guys that you know. I think it meant as much to uh, as him. So I mean, he he, you know, he never took a game off. Um, I don't know. That's cliche to say maybe, but I just I I, I think with Kobe, it's it's the truth. I. uh I was trying to find the highlight. I don't know if, you know, it's not one that I think everybody would just immediately come to mind, but uh, back when Nash was on, Steve Nash was on the Suns, uh, Kobe once dunked on him, and, I mean, it's one of those. I mean, I know Nash isn't a big guy, but it, just, it was a perfect setup. I mean, it was a ridiculous dunk by Kobe, and it's just one of those where the bench, I think they, they all looked like they were worried that, that Nash might have died. Um, <laughs> it, just, it was just so ruthless.
0: Well, here you go.
6: How serious was that?
3: Shannon, and me. Obviously, uh, it's it's you know it's much more recent memory. But I I don't you know I, I think that uh, the the Kobe haters start say oh well you know that final game and obviously he was horrendous at the start and he put up you know however many ridiculous amount of shots he put up, but. And, and, and that's true. But, I mean, that's what, that's what the game was going to be. Like, that, there, there, there was never a point. There was nobody who played in that game on the Lakers who, for a moment, thought anything other than we're going to feed Kobe the ball the entire game. He's going to put, put up as many shots as he wants to put up. It's just it's how he's gonna right. go out. And, and so, yeah, there were some ugly moments in that game. But for it to finish the way that it did, um, I, you know, I, for me, that the, the, there was a – um, a, a three, I can't remember how much time left, but the, 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 the last, I think it was the last, probably the last three he made. I mean, just, you know, dude has to be so exhausted at this point. He's obviously, he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's been, he's been playing his heart out. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's, he couldn't have gone out better. I mean that, that's we we obviously talk talk plenty about that that game and yeah um yeah, for 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 me it's 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 still pretty super weird to to see an NBA without Kobe but uh, but anyway it, I, I I could certainly give many many minute moments but uh and yeah, it's it's hard to top the eighty one yeah I thought that the, the the ceremony uh I, yeah I'm I'm probably a little more eight than twenty four Kobe but uh, but certainly he had. Plenty of plenty of uh, superb uh, memories and moments and 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 both iterations. By the way, do you
0: think Matt Ryan channeled his inner Kobe Bryant the other night?
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Their win. Get fucking oh. set. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Their win. <How> you- <laughs>
0: I don't remember who he was. Oh, It was Muhammad Sanu, man. Sanu. Sanu, yeah. Sanu, yeah. 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 Here you go. One more time, man.
4: Their win. Get fucking oh. set. Oh. <laughs> whoa
0: <laughs> i thought that was great man holy holy cow as they would say Ho.
1: holy cow
0: holy cow by the way uh james brown man you might want to work on your twitter skills by the way since you accidentally tweeted out a porn website uh after the uh Sunday night football game uh whoops he was
3: he was hacked
0: of course of course of course, at JB Sportscaster, sexy little brunette. Mm hmm.
3: So, <laughs> so, so it's it's a weird question, <laughs> anyway. Justin, But I mean, I would say for, for for you and yeah, and your personality, if you were a you know say a, a quality like you know B C level C plus level basketball player, mm-hmm. would you want to play on the team with Kobe? Do you think you could handle his his mindset, his aggression, the way that he was a teammate?
0: I'd want a ring, dude. Yeah, I don't want to ring bro. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, one of the things that you'll see as a theme in sports is that you've got, yeah, there's a lot of strong personalities and he, he was definitely an alpha guy. That's why, I mean, it's one of the reasons you had some of the clashes with, with Shaq, but you know, you think over the past, you know, I don't know, two, three decades, man, I think of, of, of Jordan and the closest approximation to Jordan, in my opinion is Kobe. Absolutely, right? and they're they're different in their own ways, but they, there's some really distinct parallels. And if you are dedicated to the game and you and you want to succeed, you want to play with people that push you to be better. Now, you may not agree with their technique or their stance or their position, or maybe they berate you. Okay, fine. You might have a you know you might have some issues with somebody that's that's hard on you, um, and that's true. But that being said, if I was a BC player and I could be on a team with somebody that I know has the heart and the drive to be a champion, yeah, I'm I'm gonna roll because you know what I want a ring. Now after I get that ring, if I think he's an asshole, I might leave. But at, the, at least then I, at least then I got my ring. <laughs> I,
3: I was I was gonna say, I mean, I, I would say you. you it's, I, I, I certainly think that you would, you know qualify as an alpha personality. So I I, I, I would picture there being some clashes. I don't, I don't know that I would I would picture you always wanting to submit to uh, you know Kobe's instructions or, or you know things like that but
0: well but if you, yeah, if that, you that, could put, that, it, put it put
3: it fair. to the side for the sake of the ring yeah uh, yeah
0: well it, it as long as he's funny i got a sense of humor so as long as he's funny we could find a way to make it work now if yeah. he wasn't funny at all then i might i might i might run out of steam you know what i mean i might have a problem but
3: he's telling you to get your ass in the gym at 4 a.m to shoot around i don't know how funny you'd feel but yeah maybe
0: not very <laughs> maybe not very but it, oh it's, you know what just popped in my head if i could have vodka orange juice i might still be okay
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: you never, you never know. Y'all, were, y'all remember the Sports Center commercial when it was um, Keyshawn and Kobe as rookies and Stuart Scott sitting there trying to tell them how to act? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, I just now thought about that. That's a classic. I sent you that Kobe eighty one uh, Sports Center reel. Nice. Oh, by the way, Rando, uh, Rando thing. Before I
0: forget about it, uh, and I don't mean to, to shift gears so quickly. Um, but one of the things I did like, and I, I meant to pull this earlier when we were talking about Stanton and, and Jeter, this one made me laugh and, and we'll cycle back to cubby real quick. Uh, but I love this tweet. It said, Derek Jeter's biggest baseball accomplishment become a worse owner than Jeffrey Loria. <laughs> and wow, I particularly like this one, Jimmy Haslam. I'm the worst owner in all of sports. Derek Jeter, hold my beer. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: or, or this one. The greatest trick Derek Jeter ever pulled was convincing the Marlins he wasn't working for the Yankees. <laughs> anyway, stupid, stupid.
1: It was a side note. I just meant to bring that up.
0: <laughs> back to Kobe, back to Kobe. Uh What were you saying, uh, McGuffin?
1: I was just saying I sent you the 81-point uh, uh, Stuart Scott highlight. You wanted to uh, break that out. I think there's a little... I don't know, 15, 20 seconds beforehand, but oh, I say, right, yeah, here you go. Right, hold on,
0: Stuart Scott, why are you silent, buddy? There's no audio. Click on the video.
1: The audio may be uh, clicked on the video. That's oh, not muted. It's just not working. No, it's, it's weird. Poop. It worked on mine. bum <laughs> All
0: right, found the uh, found the Stuart Scott Sports Center. Kobe Bryant, eighty-one game audio.
6: Whoop whoop. And we're not leading with NFL Championship Sunday? No, I guess because it's an NBA game where a guy does something that has not been done in 44 years. You got to see it to believe it. Lakers and the Toronto Raptors.
0: Man, it's good to hear his voice. Now, we're going to go ahead and jump the clip to the fourth quarter.
6: Now fourth quarter, this is just straight silliness. Kobe Bryant, first player since Jordan in 87, two 60-point games in one season. But earlier this season, he had like 62 and then sat the fourth quarter on the line with 62 there's kobe's new career high 63. later in the quarter you know lakers owner jerry Buss said quote you're watching and it's like a miracle unfolding in front of your eyes and you can't accept it somehow the brain doesn't work kobe bryant cut it out at 70. yes, yeah, 70 and later in the quarter Kobe Bryant yep yep 72 points new Laker record passing Elgin Baylor but he's not done he's just he's a come on Kobe has 74 Kobe would say later, quote, to sit here and say that I grasp what happened tonight, I'd be lying. Kobe Bryant, 79 points, most in a game in NBA history, only second most, Wilt had that 100. There's the free throw that gives him 80, and then the free throw that gives him 81 points, 81. He took 46 shots, and dude even had time to hand out two assists. <laughs> I, I I don't believe the box score that I'm reading to you. 7 of 13 from downtown, 18 of 20 from the foul line. Now get this. The NBA's all-time leading scorer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, his career high was 55 points. Kobe did 55 points in the second half alone.
3: Uh, it's again for people who watching who, who aren't really watching us, so that really help, but I also share to share the uh the dunk on
1: Steve Nash. Oh god, I about that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Steve. They had to break out the uh, body bag after that one. Yeah. I, you just, I always
3: love a great you know, bench reaction when the bench you know, looks like a... Uh, gosh, and then, and then Andrew Bynum sighting, sighting. I was like, wow, I forgot about that guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it seemed like everybody thought that uh, Nash might have died there.
0: Oh, I know what I, I know what I meant to say. Uh, incidentally, uh, Mark, this is really a, a question for you, I, I would think. With Stanton going to the... Uh, Yankees, what do you think happens with Bryce Harper? What are the chances that dude stays with the Nats? Better, the same, uh, worse, who knows, who cares?
3: I mean, he's, I I eventually assume he's going to be in, in, in pinstripes. Um, Don't but, say that. He will Please, be. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. I, I know. They she, need a
1: lefty, man. They got he, too many righties.
3: Exactly. He, he will be eventually. What
1: the the
5: Yankees?
3: <laughs> I, I I agree, but you know, again, it doesn't it doesn't really matter
5: how much you yeah, like
3: them. don't ruin my dreams. No, he, I know, but he, he's he's with the Nationals for another hmm, two years. All I'd right. say.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Where are we at? I
3: think I, I think he, he he'd like to. <laughs> to To see if he can win one here, and I mean, they're as much as I hate admitting it. I mean, they're they're obviously not very far off. I mean, it's not it's not like he's playing. I mean, it's a big difference between Stan playing for the Marlins and and Bryce playing for the Nats. I mean, playing for the Nats is not a bad spot to be at right now. Uh, Stan, you kind of assumed that you know he was going to get out of Dodge as soon as he could. But
0: uh, where do you want to go next, guys? Should we do like Christmas presents? You want to do, wanna do wanna some about? Christmas presents? Now we we can start on a couple. We can start on a couple. Alright, uh okay. Shannon, I've got a present for you. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give you a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle to mm. eat the ease the stench of the season in Indy. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe, just maybe I probably wasted this at the beginning of the uh episode, but a new shoulder from Arnold Schwarzenegger for Andrew Luck. You said it yourself. That's right. <laughs> Because you are the Twitter Terminator. You know what I mean? So he deserves a shoulder from the actual Terminator. You know what I'm saying? Shoulder, are you going to help me now or not? That's right. That'd be pretty sweet. Be pretty sweet. And Mark, <laughs> you know what I would give Mark? A bottle of what? No-Dos. <laughs> An endless supply <laughs> of No-Dos for when we're going to record and then he randomly disappears. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
0: I, you know, I I have one for Lindy too. Lindy, I'm gonna give a Tesla Super Bowl champions 2017 tattoo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: uh,
0: and of course, of course, for Whitfield, I'm going to gift you a backup quarterback in fantasy football.
6: You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got news for you You are mine now No you're you not Belong to me. Because
0: <laughs> you're 11th in the waiver wire Bitch <laughs> Who is your
6: daddy and what does he do
0: <laughs> And Randy I don't have anything bad for you I, I'm just going to gift you some skill position players For the 49ers Because you've gotten enough crap over the past couple of years So There you go Those are my
1: presents for y'all Very nice <laughs> Right, well, I guess I'll go next. Okay, Mark. Yes, sir. I'm gonna give you a rocking chair for your naps. Nice. Much appreciated. That's good. <laughs> Do it now, Justin. Yeah, you're sick kids, dude. I'm just gonna get you alcohol. Thank you. I'm just just gonna get you some rum, just so you can get through those illnesses, man. That, just that doing is, my job. No bueno. That is no bueno. No bueno, man. Bro. Randy. We're going to get you a Jimmy G jersey, man. Sweet. And, and for Whitfield, I'm also going to get you a jersey. I want to get you a Joe Webb jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes.
1: What? Tell me what. Do you want to fuck with me? Yes. Joe <laughs> Do, Webb is my good luck charm against Whitfield <laughs> in the semifinals, man.
0: That's fantastic. That's fantastic.
1: I love you, Matt. <laughs> Oh, he's- I think he's either asleep or hates us. Well, don't worry.
0: He was asleep at the wheel in the in the uh, Sports Brew League, too, so it's no difference. <laughs> All right, keep going, Shannon.
1: Oh, uh, yeah,
0: I'm good. Okay. Randy, I finished everybody. Did you do some uh, Sports Brew presents?
5: You know, I, I, I would say I thought long and hard about this, uh, obviously. Did you? For- did you? No, not really. <laughs> the half the problem is is like the stuff that I would give like you and Matt, you guys have already given the Matt and you what whatnot, so it's, like, so it's like damn it, gotta go back to the back to the drawing board. But for Shannon for <laughs> Shannon, we give him an offensive line for the Colts. Oh my god, please. Something they desperately need. You know, f- you know, for Mark.
4: <laughs>
5: let's see for Mark. Man, it's it's difficult because, you know, I'd, I'd, you're, you're already going to get a new head coach, so I can't give you that. You're already getting a, new, getting a new GM, can't give you that. How about this? I'll give you a Mets World Series. There you go. Wait a second, that kind of works in my favor too, but, you know. <laughs> that's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs>
4: exactly.
5: It works for nice. Whitfield as well, so yeah. there you go. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, keep going, let's Randy. See, let's, let's see. For Justin, this is a little bit difficult because, you know, it's easy to sit there say, Hey, let's give Justin some rum. Woo! But you know, because always appreciate who it. Exactly. Who doesn't love rum? But you know what, Justin? I think, I think what we need to do is actually, let's get you some. Uh, let's actually get you some good player uh, players on defense for for the Redskins. Just because there's only you I mean, you got a couple of good guys there, but you guys need more. Because let's be honest, obviously. The defense has failed you quite a few times this year (laughs) a few times Uh, okay a lot of times a lot of times
0: you want you want to know something crazy by the way the Redskins now that now that Jordan Reed's on injured reserve the Redskins have like 31 plus million dollars tied up in players on injured reserve good lord yeah it might even be more than that I mean it it's it the on December 7th it was like 25 and change that was before Jordan Reed got put on IR there's probably somebody else there too yeah, they're like thirty one, thirty one plus million dollars of just injured reserve people. I mean, it, it's incredible. So you know, if you want to give me something, give me a healthy roster. <laughs> there you go. Okay,
5: we, I, we can make that work. I
0: take that. I take that.
5: You know I, what? And for Matt, just because I know he's bitch-pissed and moaned about it for years, we'll get him a new defensive coordinator.
0: That's reasonable. I thought you were going to say. You, I thought you were going to say you take back the fail Mary.
5: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I can't do
0: that. You know, I even have a gift for uh, Randy. I even have a gift for Penny, by the way. Oh, yeah? Her very own pressing of Sandstorm. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Actually, I have a gift for all of you. I have a gift for each and one of you. You know what it is? Uh oh. It's DMX, baby. You know
6: Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, had a very shiny nose, boom! And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer, used to laugh and call him names. To see Santa came to say come on Rudolph with your nose so bright won't you ride my sleigh tonight Then all the reindeers loved him and he shouted out weekly Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer you go down to history forever you go down to history forever you go down to history what
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you go uh, I hadn't heard that in a while, so I had to pull that up, and it made me laugh, man. Good times. That's right. <laughs> I like the uh, rando Christmas house. Christmas lights are obviously always fun this time of year. Tacky light tours. And there was one house that just had a gigantic dilly dilly <laughs> sign in their yard. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was so funny, man. I laughed at that. Not, not in our area. I don't know where that was. I just saw the video of it. We already did our tacky light run. And we had a good time with that. It was fun.
1: Did you see? And this is—I don't know if we brought this up. Yeah. A few weeks ago, a like a craft brewery had a dilly dilly IPA or something, and Budweiser sent like this dude dressed oh, up yeah. like those guys to the brewery. <laughs>
0: yeah. Some old timey dude from medieval times, and he he read like their f- complaint from a scroll or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. You might as well have a sense of humor about it. So that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was Mar- it was Mark? Mark, did you think of some gifts for ev- for everybody?
3: I did. I did. I've got okay. I've got um uh, two for the dads, uh especially I'd say especially Justin cause, you know little, little uh you know you got you got the youngest, but I felt like for for both you and Shannon. I'd like to get y'all some permanent Doctor Ock arms, because I feel like that's a good call. uh, (laughs) Yeah, grant grant you more success. You know, when you're at home trying to trying to deal with them,
0: trying to multitask. Yeah,
3: exactly. Doctor Ock. Good um, call. And 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 then I felt like for just you know, and I feel like this this kind of rounds out the night perfectly for all of us, so we can all celebrate together. Yeah, I'm not gonna be too greedy, but I, I I decided we all get together a two week vacation to Smith Mountain Lake.
0: That would be fun. I mean, Old, twist cool. my arm, bro. Yeah, I know. I I'd I'd totally—that'd be a
3: tough one, tough, tough sell. But, uh, but there you go. You're welcome. Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. You, you know what? Uh, Robert Griffin just sent a suggestion in to the Stan Newton suggestion box, and his Christmas his Christmas present was for Kirk Cousins, and it was an exit from the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> it was an exit strategy <laughs> from DC. So thanks, thanks, Bob G3. Appreciate that, buddy.
1: <laughs> anyway, nice
0: yeah, someone was
1: saying was that Denver's nice. going to show a lot of interest in Kirk Cousins in the offseason. Somebody will. Uh, Den-
0: Denver would be a reasonable one. And you know, look, uh, let's let's be real. So they, they you got to figure out where Eli is going to go. I don't know that I'm a buyer that he's going to be back with the Giants, but maybe he is. Um, some of that might really depend on how long he wants to play, and if they're going to commit to drafting the quarterback, which they're going to do. How long they want to sit that guy uh and then his cap hit all that kind of stuff so denver's going to be a point of curiosity obviously san francisco's out uh but cousins is going to have some suitors and we'll see what washington does with them i don't think they can do the exclusive franchise tag it's too much money Uh, i think they have to at least listen to offers and who knows they might clear house anyway Uh, i mean the, the end of the season is obviously a dumpster fire they stink um, they got absolutely bushwhacked by the Chargers. What an awful football game. Uh, the Cardinals game was ugly, but that game against the Chargers was just a big, fat bag of disaster. <laughs> I mean, just atrocious, dude. I mean, those are the kind of football games where, like, I don't remember how many years ago this was, but, like, the Redskins played the Chiefs, and it was just, it was awful. And people, like, I don't even think that stadium got filled, and then people just left early because the Chiefs just slaughtered them. And it was, oh, it was was yeah. it was a bad weather football game. I think Rob went to that game, actually. It was a bad weather football game. It was cold, snowy, and crappy, and they sucked. You know, if you're gonna go see a football game in the snow, at least let it be semi entertaining or decent or something. If it's just an ass whooping and the weather's miserable, just get the hell out of Dodge. It's just you know you don't want to stay there. It's just no fun, no fun at all. Mm mm. Did you uh, run through all your gifts, Mark?
3: Yes, that was that was. Uh... That was the entirety of my gifts.
0: Oh, no, that's good, that's good, it's good. Uh, Whitfield, did you have any gifts? Or are you just passed out. Are you in that rocking chair that we're trying to give the mark?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done for.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's, it's no surprise that Whitfield's asleep at the wheel because that's what he was in the fantasy league as well. Um uh, without his uh without without a backup quarterback going to the playoffs. Look, it's a bold strategy. How'd that work? What, what was that the, it's a bold that's a bold strategy, Cotton? Yeah. Yes, yeah, from
1: the, the yep. dodgeball. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, just for any, this is what happens when you're an a hole in fantasy football, and I don't mean me, but I mean I kind of am, but I, I really mean him. <laughs> Actually, I have a gift for Whitfield. I have a new gift. I think he deserves. I think he deserves a new song, a new intro. That's right. What up, asshole? <laughs> but uh, God, uh, he, he had Wentz, and I had Wentz in a different league, and I was super – I mean, sucked, right? But I had, like, Tom Brady and Wentz and uh, Deshaun Watson, so I already had a couple of hurt guys, but that team sucked. But uh, Whitfield was reasonably competitive going into the fantasy playoffs, and um, you know, he would say it's collusion, but – I, however, would argue that it is, what does Deion Sanders say? It's a business decision.
4: (laughs) I think think everybody
0: in the league made a calculated business decision about how to handle Whitfield's now quarterbackless team. And this is how that business decision went (laughs) since Whitfield had the 11th spot in the waiver order. So I had picked up Jimmy Garoppolo as a free agent. Just, I don't know, I thought maybe I'd play him. I didn't, but I thought I would. But the night that the waivers processed, here's the way that it went. Deshaun Kaiser, picked up by Donk. Jay Cutler, picked up by Todd. Trevor Simeon, picked up by Mark. Flacco, picked up by Shannon. Trubisky, picked up by Lindy. Foles, picked up by Randy. Yates, picked up by Mark's brother, Matt. Uh, oh, Blaine Gabbard also got picked up, and that left Whitfield with Bryce Petty, the very last quarterback with any, any projected points from being a starter. <laughs> and had I woken up five minutes earlier, I would have also picked up Bryce
4: Petty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he beat me to the punch by five like legit. He beat me to the punch by five minutes. It was 6.07 in the morning. I woke up at six thirteen. I grabbed my phone and I immediately went to the free agent list. He already got him. So what are you gonna do? But I think this has to go down as one of the all time. Oh, and just for good measure, Shannon did. Shannon legitimately did pick up Joe Webb. That's not a joke. That's a tr- that's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> true story,
1: Told you, man. That day's my good luck charm against that. Yeah.
0: So, Whitfield, in his full uh, butt hurt alert, rage face quit, dropped like his entire team. Uh, I re added them, but dropped his entire team. I put my phone on silent just so there was no chance he was going to wake me up or disturb me in the morning. Uh, but it was, it was total fail buckets. That, I got to admit, that was one of the most fun, most entertaining fantasy cop locks I have ever seen in my life. That was hilarious. So to Whitfield, raising a glass to you getting your ass kicked.
5: <laughs>
0: but I guarantee you will never. Dilly dilly. dilly dilly. You will never, ever go solo quarterback in any fantasy football league you are ever in ever again. Ever. <laughs> ever.
4: <laughs>
0: forever, ever. Forever, ever, ever. Bro, I think I laughed about that for a solid week. I wish we had recorded. Yeah. I almost wish we had recorded uh, like the like that morning or the day after, because I I would have sounded like I was up in D.C. on the pantsless ride, smoking some medicinal quality <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I would just, you know, like I I would have been full on giggle factory. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Like I said, man, business hashtag business decision. <laughs> Oh, Whitfield, thanks for playing. Maybe next year, buddy. Ah, Although, Shannon, you housed him anyway. I know most people don't care about other people's fantasy teams. We get that. But I think the entire fact that the entire league fantasy football cop blocked that guy was hilarious. Hilarious. I don't know that that's ever (laughs) happened in any league we've been in.
1: I cannot recall in any league I've ever been in that's that, happened.
0: That was stupendous. That was stupendous. So Whitfield, Whitfield, I'd say this Bud's for you, but there was no Bud for you. You got Bryce Petty, bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. Anyway, oh, my goodness. It's a shame he's passed out. <laughs> it, really, it really is. Oh, He was supposed to have, like, lines and have stuff. He's got nothing. Anybody think he wakes up randomly, or is he just Dunsky's? I think he's, done. He's, he's got to wake up, early, man. Yeah, maybe we can get uh, what was that dude's name? Gene Statutory or whatever. Maybe we can get uh, you know old Gene to drop a, a index card. Statutory. Steratory Is <laughs> it <laughs> statutory? <laughs> I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah let's, let's, yeah, let's go there with that one. Good Lord. Look,
0: you did oh, you did open your show with a with a Ray Moore joke, didn't you?
1: This, this is true. This, this that is true. kind of statutory, right?
0: <laughs> Just saying.
1: I was like, get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> get on out of here.
0: Uh, get on out of here. Get on out of here. Come on. Holy mo- uh, Mark, by the way, man, kudos to Sterling Shepard, man. 11 receptions, 139 yards in that game against the uh, freaking... Eagles, good lord, dude. Where's that guy been all year, right? Solid. Good grief. Um, kudos to the Giants for giving him a game, man. At the same token, also kudos to Foles for showing up. Um, you know, it's a different offense with him, and that was a big proving game for the Eagles after uh, Wentz toward the ACL. They passed their first test. Look, man. You know, it's a division game. I know some people will go, "Oh, it's the Giants," but still, it's a division game, late season. And I think it's important to remember a couple of things. There are teams that have had success, and I think it's almost – I don't know if I'd go ironic, but do remember that the Giants went through something similar uh, when they lost Phil Sims and Hostetler came in, okay? So it's a rarity, but it has been done. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. But if Foles is, you know, solid, above average, maybe gets a little, you know – maybe gets on fire a little bit they can win now Carson Wentz was very unique because of just his ability to scramble his ability to run his ability to throw and then just some of the unbelievable throws that guy made in like weird contorted body positions and I'm Foles isn't that guy but if they can give Foles a clean pocket Foles can be very productive okay and keep in mind the Giants got up 20 to 7 dude and the Eagles rallied up man uh, Eagles ride up. They, and they also blocked the punt. Uh, Foles hit Ertz late in the second quarter to make it 2014. The Eagles blocked the punt. And then they uh, that helped set up another touchdown. Foles hit Trey Burton to make it 21 20 for the Eagles to take the lead. You know, again, the Giants had fight in them. I think they deserve kudos for that, given the way the season is gone. You know, I, I love that. You know, uh, Mark, I don't know if you had Tavares King anywhere in one of your Rando fantasy leagues, but uh, you got a nice, monstrous touchdown <laughs> late in the game on that one. I think the big takeaway from this is that Foles had a solid game. They got down and they came back. Uh, but one thing to, to – I, I don't know how much you want to worry about it is that the Eagles defense gave up a ton of yards and a ton of points. Uh, Manning, by the way, was 37 to – I can't believe that dude. They had the dude throw 57 times. It's crazy. 37 to 57 for 434 yards and three touchdowns. So just out of curiosity, Mark, um, over the last couple of weeks, I know you missed the other week, that's that's fine, but any kind of thoughts or takeaways or just impressions or concerns about moving into the offseason with the Giants and Manning and Spags and all that stuff, or you just want to get the hell out of this damn season?
3: Uh, I think pretty much just get out of the damn season. I I, uh, I was at a, yeah, I was in Richmond this weekend, so I really didn't get to catch much football on Sunday, most caught up with highlights. Uh, proud of them for showing up. And and uh, you know putting up some good points, but uh, yeah, I think there's too many question marks. So I think get to the off season and see what happens in the off season.
1: Yeah. All right. No, that's fine. Fair point. Fair point. No problem. But go ahead. At the end of the day, though, does not it just suck that that consecutive uh, start streak ended because yeah. it, uh, of an inept coach? Of course it does. Yep. He got robbed
0: it's of it. He got robbed of it. He got robbed of it. And that's I was, I was happy to see. I know they lost the game to the Cowboys, but when Eli ran out of the tunnel as the starter, it was great to see that that home crowd give him that standing ovation. You know you can argue about you know he's flawed or he's got issues, but i mean that this is it's a bad year for them bad year for injuries you know it's just it's been a tough year, dude, and one of the realities of the NFL is you can be a good team one year and you know the margins are tight. You know the margins are just tight, and to go from Very being tight. you know a good team to being a team struggling, it doesn't always take a ton. You know, you just need a couple things to go against you, and you can have a shit bag year. And losing Beckham, all the wide receiver injuries, all the other stuff that they have going on, you know, it's a tough. It's not all on Eli. Okay, I mean, it's not. We know that. You know, he he certainly had his struggles. That I mean it's fair commentary, fair criticism, but. You know, they did him wrong. I mean, I uh, you know I said it. Uh, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. They they did him dirty, and it's a shame that a coach that just was going to get fired anyway stole his consecutive game streak from him. I just, it's just too bad. <coughs> but I was happy to see the fans give him that kind of a reception. You know, as, as he ran out of the tunnel, that was nice. Also, by the way, <coughs> I was happy to see Teddy Teddy B. Get back out on the field and get a nice big round of applause yes. and standing ovations. That was good to see. Uh, different set of circumstances, different set of circumstances certainly. But uh, for Bridgewater to get back out there on the field, you know his adrenaline was pumping. And and the Vikings are good, man. Vikings are real good. Uh, but that that was a nice moment from this past weekend. Oh, before I forget, uh, let me see if I can find the story real quick. I may have sent it to myself. It's one of those feel-good stories of the year. Oh, ooh, I found a gift for one of you guys. I don't know who I'd give that to. Um, <laughs> I might just give it to all of us in a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Ah, here you go. This is one of those feel-good This is the time of year for some feel-good stories. So you know, we know the Texans stink, right? And you know Deshaun Watson, that they've kind of gone down the crapper. Uh, but D- uh, David Qu- uh, Quisenberry... Uh, they're actually act, you know, bringing that guy up from the practice squad. They're putting him on the active roster. And if you don't know the name, that's okay. Uh, Quisenberry was a 2013 6 round draft pick. He was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2014, and he spent three years getting treatment. And he finished chemotherapy in April of this year. He returned to practice, did not make the final roster in September. And he was signed to the practice squad, but um, they went ahead and they're they're bringing him up, and he's going to get to play.
4: Nice. So awesome. Um,
0: yeah, he's going to play a uh, Christmas night against the Steelers. So it might be a little bumpy. <laughs> Welcome back to the NFL, bro. <laughs> but <laughs> to go through that and to make it back to the league, um, that's, that, that's a nice thing to see. So hopefully he has a good game and I'm sure he's going to be stoked, uh, to be back on field. So kudos to them. I, I guess out of curiosity, as we start wrapping up, cause we got to get the hell out of here, uh, in a minute. Um, statement game from the weekend. We talked about it briefly, but the Rams absolutely blown up the Seahawks, forty-two to seven. We don't we don't really need a lot of particulars from the game because I mean the Rams just beat the brakes out of them. Um, I'll throw a couple of numbers at you uh, just for context. Uh, this was Pete Carroll's worst home loss as a, as the Seahawks head coach. Um, Russell Wilson was sacked seven times, by the way. Uh, and did you know? Fun factoid: Russell Wilson. The Rams have sacked Wilson forty-two times in his career. It's the most from any opponent. Now, granted, they're obviously in division, so they're going to play a ton. I get that. But uh, the Rams play them tough, man. Um, They do. Seattle's worst home loss since week one in 1997. Okay. The Rams, by the way, scored on six of their first seven drives. All right. It was capped off by a 57-yard touchdown run by Gurley on third and twenty. With less than a minute remaining in the first half to make it 34 to nothing at the break. Okay. The 34 to donut halftime deficit was the largest for Seattle. And this one's for you, Mark. Since the 2010 season. All right. And that was Carol's first. And in that season, they trailed the New York football giants, 35, nothing at halftime. <laughs> Here's your rando factoid, but look, Gurley Monster Day, 21 rushes, 152 yards, four total touchdowns, and you know, I mean, here's the thing, man. Russell Wilson, we know that guy's a baller, uh, great escapability, if you will. He I mean, makes a lot of hellified throws in a run uh, and under pressure. But you know, this day against the Rams, uh, this is the kind of this is the kind of play that tells you what kind of day that was against the Rams. Uh, they're down 27 to nothing. It's first and ten. Wilson drops back. He's under immediate pressure, immediate duress. Aaron Donald grabs a hold of Russell Wilson and just whips that dude around. Wilson ends up throwing a. a, I mean, trying to get the ball the hell out of there. He throws a freaking backwards
4: pass.
0: (laughs) I don't know what they lost. Nine yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, I forget. But they lost a big old fat chunk of yards on that. And again, the Rams did to Seattle what Seattle used to do to other teams. And so I think it's fair to wonder. I know they're beat up, I know there's injuries, but. It's fair to wonder if Seattle will ever be the Seattle that we were used to again, or if it's just if it's time for roster turn and turnover and to say goodbye to a couple of people. So you know we may be witnessing, call it the passing of the torch if you will. um, But uh, you know it's a pretty significant statement from the Rams to beat them down that way. I guess the only other thing to kind of touch on, and then uh, we can have some wrap up thoughts. Are the Cowboys and the Raiders? And I know a lot of people talk about the, you know, statutory. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 <coughs> that deal, but um, stator. Talk about the index card. But here's the thing, man. You know that was really close. Okay, that was really close. I I don't so much have beef with that, other than it was just really weird. that They broke out the Christmas card, the index card, whatever the hell he had. But I I, I think at the end of the day. It's a 2017 deal. Uh, Dallas gets the win, but Carr, look, the Raiders rally. They're in position to go for a to either tie or go for a win. Carr takes off, scrambles, and goes for the end zone. And that dude, ball in one hand, stretches out, and he loses the ball before it breaks the plane, goes out of the end zone, and it's a ca- it, it, it's just a touchback. And it's like how how do you Whitfield that? How do you f that up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you have? To, just gone out of bounds, man. Go out of bounds, dude. Go out of bounds, bro. Worst case scenario, you kick a field goal, you tie it, and and you figure it out. But you're gonna have another opportunity to get to the end zone. So yeah, you know, the index card thing is crazy. It is. Actually, you know, you know what I think. Uh, you know what I think? Steratore is measuring that with. Was the Failhorns rejected quarterback waiver claim list? That's what I think that actually was. Shannon looks like he's about to choke. <laughs> don't worry.
5: That's, That's what... So wrong,
0: man. That was kind of dirty.
5: Let's see. Don't worry, Matt did it for you.
0: Yeah. At least he did it for somebody. Took long <laughs> enough. Anyway. Oh, guys. Oh, it's good to see everybody tonight. Likewise. I certainly do wish all of you guys a Merry Christmas and, and all of our listeners. Uh, wish you all a Merry Christmas as well. Safe travels. Enjoy the holiday spirits. Uh, hopefully you have good stocking stuffers. Pro- preferably not of the Double Dong variety. Boy, that's a callback.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> double
5: Dong. Oh,
0: my goodness. The Dong Show, buddy. Uh, I don't think
5: I hey, uh I don't think yeah, I hurt right. so bad after that After that episode. I've hurt. I mean, I hurt from laughing so
1: hard. Yeah, that. that was pretty rough. That was pretty
0: rough, man. That was, that and was that's pretty what rough. she
1: said, Randy. <laughs> 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 nice. Hey, real quick, I've got yeah, college yeah. football playoff. Uh, we're going to call our shots. Okay. Justin, Clemson Bama, who do you like?
0: Um, realistically, I think it's a lot of time for Alabama, so I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama's uh, able to kind of, you know, to pull that off, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to roll with Clemson, man. I just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to roll with Clemson. I think Alabama can win, but I think Clemson will win, gotcha. but but is going to be dangerous, dude. That's a lot of time and they got some hate dropped on them at the end of the year. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah. Randy.
5: I am actually going to go Bama just because I think, you know, they've got they've got the drive. They've got a reason to just absolutely come out and just play
1: and play for revenge, if anything. Gotcha. Marcus. Clemson. All right. Bama. It, all right. So you got Clemson plus three. Correct. Uh, total is 47. Do you like the over or under? I'd probably
3: stay away, but I would barely favor the under.
1: All right. Well, I will take Clemson plus three and I'll take the over on that one all right, Oklahoma Georgia Justin whoo, man, um
0: well, you know I've kind of hopped aboard the uh the Baker Mayfield train uh towards the back end of the season, and this is one of those this is one of those, I know it sounds dumb, but i I've been thinking about this guy, and I'm like, ah, crotch grab he's nuts, but well <laughs> literally, but at the same time to- at the same token, man. I figure if the Redskins are going to move on from Kirk Cousins, I might have to get used to Baker Mayfield, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that dude's going to be in a range where if they want to make a move and take him that they could. All right. I don't know I don't know how he projects to the pro level, who knows. Uh but he's kind of grown on me a little bit. He's kind of like a, you know, like a tumor. Right?
1: Not a tumor. It's
0: not a tumor. You know, I mean look, if Whitfield can grow on me over the years, I guess Baker Mayfield could. So I'm kind of intrigued by that guy. And look, they got the Heisman. They got all this stuff. They got a lot of mojo. So I like Georgia. I do. I do. And and Nick Chubbs is due, right? You know, Chubbs is going to rise up, man. Uh, but I'm just kind of feeling the the Baker Mayfield Express rolling. So I'm going to go ahead and take Oklahoma, man. I'm going to take team uh, Team Mayfield, dude. <laughs> All right. With with a thunderous crotch grab just for good measure. No, I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: That's where I'm going Ra- now. All
5: right, Randy. Based on just play in general and how, how teams have been going, even though, you know, Georgia has themselves a nice little, you know, has has a lot of confidence going, I'm actually going to go Oklahoma with this one. Okay.
1: Marcus. Mayfield gets the Heisman. Georgia gets the win. Mm. And it's Georgia minus two. Do you like that? I do. Okay. Total is 60. Um,
3: yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of points there. I, I, I'd go over just slightly.
1: Okay. I will take Oklahoma plus two, and I will take the over as well. And let's see. Did you want to do the 12 days of sports brew or no? I think we may have burned out our ridiculousness. I don't have a
0: full 12 days set. All I know I is didn't. that we had like eight failhorn fatties, one backup quarterback, three rivers rage faces, and a stack of Soiler alerts. Don't mind that these are kind of out of order. It's no big deal. 11 waiver claims and a failhorn salty tears. <laughs> Six D-Stat woos. Four cans of no-dos. <laughs> Look, we even got a suggestion from Lindy, man. On the fifth day of Christmas, the sports brew gave to me five Brady rings. Actually, that's probably for D-Stat. <laughs> and Matt started Bryce Petty. Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had twelve. Well, I used and a here. fail
0: <laughs> horn on the potty... I mean, I, I mean, where do we go?
4: <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> we'll
1: call uh, it a day then. Sounds I don't
0: fair. know. Uh, twelve hair follicles. That's about all he's got left, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: how many employees did Jerry Richardson pay off? Uh,
0: at <laughs> too many way too many too many dude dude they're getting that dude the hell out of there aren't they they don't want to they really don't want out. they don't want one of these donald sterling uh revolts going on they're gonna do that
1: dude to nfl heard that story and he was selling the team by like four o'clock they were like <laughs> they were like nope
0: done, nope nope no it's weird the stuff around him is weird though i mean there's like there was this thing because uh, si was doing an investigative piece and they were talking about how like you know they have jeans Friday or casual Friday or whatever, and people wear jeans. And so he would ask like the women how they got into their jeans, did they jump in them, did they wiggle in them, how did they pull them up, like weird stuff, man. And so they we're talking about how they kind of wrote it off like he's just a kind of creepy old guy, kind of dirty old guy. But uh, you know it just, there's a lot of weirdness, and I, I get the impression that there's there's more that's going to come out. And so they said there's enough here. We're just going to we're going to let you get out of here, and you're going to sell the team, you're going to make a lot of money, but you got to go away. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to go away, dude. Goodbye. Thank you. Go hang out at at Carl's Jr. or Hardee's or whatever. Uh, but just like strangeness, and it, it's you know at, on some level it's weird because he's an ex-player, so I think that was kind of unique um, in that fact. But uh, and I don't remember his age. Obviously, obviously he's older. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. He's he's up there. But you know this is a, you know it's a new environment. It's a new era. A new environment and. You know it's it's one thing that's just some creepy crap dude that's creepy crap you know show me how you wiggle to get those jeans up I bet you had to lay down on your bed to fit in those jeans allegedly did you step into those jeans or did you have to jump into them just weird stuff so you know if you have numerous settlements where they're paying people off to shut them up and get them out the door eh, it's probably where there's a little smoke there's a little fire you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there was e- even stuff that was, you know, targeted and, and allegedly getting not just harassment against uh, women employees, female employees, but even racial slurs at, you know, minority employees, African-American, Ameri- African African-American employees. So that's, you know, that that's not a good look. And, you know, this is a... Uh, you know, it's in the league's best interest to get him that get him out. And if he was considering selling anyway, you just kind of usher him on out the door, let him make his money, and say goodbye. And incidentally, dude, Diddy, you crap me up, Puff Daddy, whatever, you're not going to be owning the Panthers, bro, because they're not letting you in that club. I don't even know if you have enough money to really make a serious effort, but the owners aren't going to let you in that club, dude. I don't know who's going to end up buying the Panthers. <laughs> uh and i don't know what they're worth but i think conservative estimates are and i i want to say that Richardson owns 48% of them so i don't know if if he'll get every everybody on board to sell or if it would just be his cut or his stake uh but if if they're end up being valued around 2 billion dollars that's still a nice return cuz i want to say he was in the 200 lo- lower to mid 200 when he bought yeah, dude, in it was uh so if if he exits out with a 1 billion dollar like Parachute, he did pretty pretty well for himself, you know. Uh, dude, but I think D
1: stat's out.
0: Yeah, but 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 pervy, pervy, oh, there he is Okay, all right, It's okay. Pervy old man, man, it's a bad combo. <laughs> it's a bad combo, dude. And I yeah. I think they just they just like again. I just think they're gonna get him out the door. You know. See you later. Go retire off and at get the off farm. My lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. Go <laughs> retire off at the farm somewhere and uh, see you later, bro. <laughs> and that's that man. They're going to, they're going to get, they don't want, they don't want that mess that happened with the NBA with Sterling. They don't want that. And they they, they got don't want that. that. And
1: then the, the three uh, guys that were NFL network guys that are going to get the ax now or.
0: Yeah, no, it's weird, dude. It's weird. It, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I think I'm most disappointed with Marshall Falk. Um, yep. I'm not surprised that Warren Sapp being a, a D bag about anything. Um, and Donovan McNabb, of course, he drops ball references everywhere. So, no huge surprise there. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> uh, allegedly. Um, it, like I said the other week with Warren Moon, man, it's just sad. It's sad because it, these are some people that you just you, you expected better out of. And it, it's sad that it's come to that. But if that's who they are, you know, better to expose it, man, get it done, get them out, get them gone, and move on to other stuff. Yep. Side note, I do like that uh, Joe Thomas sent out a thing that he might need to break out the checkbook and purchase the Panthers if he managed to get 1 million retweets. <laughs> I don't Joe, I don't think you made enough money from the Browns, bro. Um, although I will say this, if ever there was an owner I would like to see come back, it's Eddie DeBartolo, Eddie D. If Eddie D could somehow roll back into town, man, no casino, no casino uh, boats, okay, bro. <laughs> but if you could roll if you could roll back on the town and buy the Panthers, that would be entertaining. That would be fun. That yeah, would be that fun. Would. Yes. I, I would totally be on board for that. I could totally get down with that. Totally get down with that. Yeah, no, I think we've pretty much covered everything we need to. And you know, there you go. So I like it. Yeah. So it's good to see see everybody tonight. I'm I'm sorry that uh Whitfield uh passed out. He was supposed to drop fifty collusion references just for Lindy. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it. (laughs) Didn't do it. What are you gonna do? Oh, this is the gift. Actually, you know, these that this might—I don't know. We we can take a vote on who this should go to. This is uh, the last gift from the Sports Brew. Maybe this goes to Todd, (laughs) just for good measure. Um, There was a thing called Liquid Ass that you can get (laughs) on Amazon, and it's about ten bucks a bottle. (laughs) This is a real thing, by the way. So this, uh, this one review says this girl, you know, this, gr- this is the headline of the article. Uh, girl uses liquid ass to prank a boyfriend, and it couldn't have ended more hilariously. We'll see. But anyway, this was her review, okay? Uh, and again, the product is called Liquid Ass Fart Prank. <laughs> Verified purchase. This stuff literally smells like ass. Bad ass. Horrible ass. You need to go to the doctor ass.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: try to try to that last night on my boyfriend. Here's a summary of my night. 5 p.m. boyfriend on laptop in living room. He had been there for hours, so I decided it was time for him to get up. 5:05. 5. 05. Sprayed liquid ass three times on a sweater in the other room, then nonchalantly dropped it in the living room about ten feet away from the boyfriend. 5:06. Mm-hmm. Boyfriend asked if I forgot to turn the bathroom fan on. <laughs> <laughs> 5.08, boyfriend comments now. how stinky the cat's poop is. Six, <laughs> 6.30, boyfriend sweeps and mops all of the tiled floors, sprinkles baking soda over the carpet, and vacuums the entire place. During this time, I make sure my bottle of liquid ass is hidden really well. I can't afford to get caught on this one. 7.30, boyfriend becomes convinced there must be spoiled food somewhere. He takes out the trash, loads the dishwasher. 11.00 p.m., <laughs> While finishing up the laundry, boyfriend discovered the sweater. He decides the cat must have wiped his paws on it and says we need to make an appointment with the vet because the smell is concerning. <laughs> and, end of the review. I will be using this spray about once a month for the rest of my life. Thank you, liquid ass. Thank you.
5: <laughs> I'm sure this company didn't visit you over the weekend just to make this stuff. I, th-
0: I think Shannon sprayed some liquid ass <laughs> what he, he had... When he had yeah, that, dude. yeah that's, that's yeah. what I
1: think. Hit, hit up the old Mexican restaurant, and the girls were being jerks to me, so I uh, put some liquid ass in their rooms and made them gag.
0: <laughs> well, there, there's two parts of this story, Shannon. And before I get to the second part, or second fart, I might as well do the first <laughs> one. So if you guys missed it, a Tennessee woman gave birth to a baby girl who had been frozen as an embryo for more than 24 years. Longest known frozen embryo to produce a baby. One of my favorite wow. comments on the subject was from Kurt Autry, who said the parents named her Emma. And he said, What a mistake. Everyone on the planet knows this child should be called Elsa. Why? Because just like Shannon at that sleepover, somebody needs to let it go. <laughs> Or, as we would know from way back when... Oh
6: my God! Oh my God! Who...
0: We would have...
6: Oh, my
0: God, who? <laughs> <laughs> we would have Mark going to town. That's right. Damn. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, look, Merry Christmas, and if we don't catch up, man, Happy New Year. Excuse me. Happy New Year. Safe travels, all of that jazz. Todd, have a good time with the family, bro. Lindy, safe travels in your uh, Tesla. But, uh, dude, seriously, get the Tesla Super Bowl tattoo. That would be funny as hell. Um, <laughs> And uh, who knows? Maybe we can all pool together and get some Pappy Van Winkle. That would be good times, man. Hey, yeah, enter
1: the lottery, man! Virginia ABC—they're having uh, about weekly lotteries now. One starts later on today. We might have to do it,
0: man. Might have to do it. But look, uh, as always, we're the Sports brewery You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportscaster.com whole bunch of other stuff google play of course our home feed on podbean keywords are sports and brew and you know you can probably put in Failhorn. horn just
1: with would, would the liquid ass be like uh, the sex panther
0: um probably worse I, I would say that would be worse than the sex panther Yeah, I, I just—I can't imagine that ends well for anybody. No, you know what I mean. I—I I, I don't think so. I don't Speaking think. Speaking so. of not ending well, but probably this episode of the Sports Brew.
1: <laughs> Will Matt be able to shake it off after this one?
0: Will Matt be able to shake it off? The answer is no. He will not. <laughs> all dilly dilly. Merry all Christmas, dilly dilly. But yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, 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 everybody.
5: Merry Christmas.
0: That's right, man. And uh, from all of us to all of you, safe travels, festive spirits. Duke, yeah, that's right. He no will be pissed off. Thanks, Dennis Leary. Be, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Hey, Whitfield.
3: You just shut up and sing song, pal?
0: That's right. S-S-H-O-L-E, everybody. A-S-S-H-O-L-E. Hey, next time, get a backup quarterback, bro. That's right. America, yeah. is the only way, yeah. That's right, man. The freedom to pick up the players whenever you need them. The freedom to keep or not have a backup quarterback. You, sir, made the wrong choice, the wrong decision, and you paid the price. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> brew on brew crime man.
1: Turn back time and free not Joe Darn Webb Stafford
0: <sighs> Or just pick dream up anybody. Flacco. Flacco. Anyway. Alright y'all. Well peace out. Go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hopefully Santa's good to everybody. Oh, by the
3: way, we got a bounce house for the kids. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Also known as bounce house for DStat. Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> well, what it is
0: is it's well. You know, Matt might get confused because you figure he has a blow up doll somewhere. So hopefully he doesn't mistake. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't mistake the fan for anything else. Um, from suck to blow, buddy. Uh, but no, all kidding aside, we for real got a. We, got, we totally got a bounce. Ba- <laughs> totally, awesome. I know we, we totally got a bounce house for the kids, and we clean up a spot in the basement. And I mean, this thing—it's like twelve by nine. This thing is big as hell. But it—that's what she said. That's right, Shannon. Uh But this thing totally fits in the basement. Uh, it's ridiculous, dude. That's awesome. These kids are going to be freaking stuck. Well, look, man, this is also a present for our own sanity. And that's yes. understanding that if, if the weather turns bad and we're stuck in the house, we need them to do something to, to burn a bunch of energy. Bro, I'm telling Yelp. you. But you know, the great news, though, is that uh, sometime when Mark is here, like if you come down to visit on the weekend, right, and you need a place to crash, we'll just blow up the bounce house for you, throw you in there, dude. Hell yeah. It's going to be freaking fantastic. That's awesome. We just won't spray it with liquid ass first. <laughs> <laughs> that's one hell of a rude
4: <laughs>
0: oh, That should be on that whatever that uh, that site was that had like the the poop bombs ruined days. Ruined days. Rune days. Better be set on the selection of liquid ass. Everest, hell yeah! But anyway, all right. Let's get out. We just keep we keep delaying the inevitable. Let's just get out of here. Uh, good night, everybody. It's good to see you tonight. Uh, we're the Sports Brew, and we will catch you on the
1: flip side. Oh,
6: oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should let Peter Griffin finish, man. <laughs>
0: wow, we didn't let Whitfield finish.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Matt? Oh, sorry, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> all right y'all peace out catch you on the flip side man and uh lindy just for you in case you actually are taking a shot collusion (laughs) hey hey, whitfield
4: tell me how my ass tastes
0: (laughs) 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 merry christmas man merry christmas As Jesse on Breaking Bad might say, science, bitch.
4: (laughs) Science, bitch. And
6: we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay, it works. So. We'll do it live. Do it live.
5: I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.
3: How do you fuck that up? Yeah, I don't know what. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's not right on. it.
4: do you fuck that up?
0: And on that note, good night now, collusion. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side, y'all. Peace out. My
4: goodness. <laughs> oh, <forget this. laughs>
0: Woo! Get some rest, y'all. See you later. Later, guys. Good night.
4: Later. later.